three years, bro. A lot, a lot can happen in three years. A lot can happen in three years, bro. I like, I just take my working out and my health a little more serious. Which but, I've, I've seen, man. Yeah, bro. I uh, that's about about honestly the real thing I'm doing. I'm trying to figure out a few other things that I maybe just don't want to share right yet. But uh, yeah, I got I got things in the works, man. I got I get I got it, man. And I and I enjoy doing this. This is brand new to me. Right. Yeah. And, we uh, we were just talking earlier how honestly it's like uh i respect people who have like a something they do on the side mm-hmm. other than their nine to five work because we live in a time where people are just all about the grind they forget what's around them yeah know? there's a lot of that that's a that, that's a lot of social media push though yeah it's grind culture right it's, yeah. yeah it's like you just gotta work your life away and never yeah. enjoy anything happy well um, yeah bro but it, for me it's like i see so many people who were like you know 40 45 you know, they're getting near retirement, and half of them are miserable. Oh, half? 75, maybe 90% of them are Most. fucking miserable. Right. And, and it's, yeah. it's just like, what, what are they doing wrong? Like, they've listened to what they've we were told to, to what do. They had to do yeah. their whole lives. Yeah. They followed the plan set out for them. They sacrificed everything, yeah. thinking this is what they had to do to succeed. And now they're just like, wow, I didn't... Uh, really feel anything yeah. inside yeah. at all my and, whole and, life and then they have a, a midlife crisis yeah but right? then they look at those people that did maybe do kind of the out of the box thing right they did it out of the box thing and they kind of have a hatred because it's like how did we started in the same spot so how did you get ahead of me what, what happened there because we're from the same area right that's what, yeah. that's what they uh they say with fame in general like if fame the people that hate on you the most are the people where you're from. Like, from where you grew up, those oh, are the people that hate you the absolutely, most. Absolutely, man. Well, it's, like, almost like tribal uh, tribal mentality, right? Like, yeah. if, if you're from a small town and Windsor's small, like, bro, you go downtown and you're always seeing someone you know. You walk down and go into the mall, you're always seeing someone you know. Yeah. So that's just pure tribal mentality. People get jealous like that when, mm-hmm. they, when it's from their tribe, yeah, you know? Dude, that's a fucking good... You know what, I uh, I really liked, you're probably one of the first people I've ever heard in person that kind of referenced that uh, cultural norm to the human condition. Like, those are just byproducts of our, I don't know, evolutionary minds, mm-hmm. thinking that that's how we have to mm-hmm. keep moving forward. Yeah. We kind of fall into it thinking we're going the right way. Yeah, we're very... Um well, I think it, it actually goes uh, really far back. Yeah. It goes really far back. This this Western culture, the way we are, dude, like it's so off from how I think things are actually supposed, supposed to, be. to be. Dude, we live in like concrete jungles. You think by now we would have figured out a better system that doesn't, you know, uh, take advantage of people we view as lesser mm-hmm. or make us all miserable just by living in it. Yeah, man. Well, just, just look at it. Look at the, like... Look at hunter and gatherer tribes, yeah, and you won't see mental illness there. You won't see. That's right. And it's like an orca at SeaWorld, and then when their fins start to, to drop because they're depressed, mm-hmm. they're sad, they're miserable, right? We have, like, so much of that going on in our world. Like like I said, we're living in concrete jungles, like an imitation of where we're, we're actually supposed to be, Yeah. you know, like... It's a uh, it's a weird little game we're playing. You know, for for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, we would uh, you know hunt and gather for food, and we would have lived in small connected communities, communities yeah. which is a big thing that we're missing nowadays. And now we you know we gather at grocery stores and we hunt at our nine to five job. Yeah, that's what. 
But even then, it's, we don't have like a real tribe or family to go back to. We have the people we live with. But even that kind of family seems to be kind of degrading as time yeah, goes on. The family right. unit is degrading. I can yeah. agree with you on that. No question. No one's getting the connections that they really should have been getting their whole lives. Yeah. We yeah. think that could be just because of like the divorce rate too. Oh, the, the divorce rate is part of the same problem, man. Yeah, yeah. It's That's all intertwined for sure. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. No, it's it's. Uh, I, I think what what uh, some cultures have above the West is that. Um, so my partner, she's from India, and they take the family unit there very seriously, mm-hmm. right? And you see a lot of people who come in over, uh, over and immigrate into Canada, and they make it, and they make it because they all work as one unit. Right in the West, that's kind of falling apart. But the true human spirit is not at its best until it's around, a, like you know, a group of one to one hundred and fifty people. We would have lived that way for hundreds of thousands of years before we started living this way. Fucking, you're so right, dude. Like hearing you talk like that, it, it honestly, it's probably gonna open up a lot of people's minds to realizing something like that, right? Fuck you, you honestly. Taking the words right out, man. Yeah. Not many people can put it into words as as easily. Yeah. Well, well, you know, man, it's something I've thought about uh, greatly, dude. Like, I, I, it's everywhere. It's, it's, you see it, you know, in public, you see it on your phone. Yeah. You know, you see how, where we're heading. Where we're heading and, like, where we're at right now. It's like, how do we even let it get this far down? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. I ask myself. How do we let it get get here? here? Yeah. Yeah, man. Do you think it's, like, the way we think now in the sense of I can do it myself mentality? Like, yep. this, it's all me. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, of course, everyone needs, uh, like, a hand. Yes. Like, and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, I don't think that's a bad it's thing to say I, I, I need help. Like, I need help. Yeah. Right? It's why you have friends, and it's why you do have family. But you're right in the sense of I think maybe that we've lost touch in that. You know what I mean? Like, the... I can't go to people, so I I need to do this. Like, I, it's all me. It's all me. I don't I don't need a, your help. I don't want your help. Yeah. And I think we've lost like touching that, man. Yeah, well, we definitely have. Yeah. Like, uh, we've we've reduced the family unit to blood. You know what I yeah. mean? And uh, I I I read this book by Christopher Ryan, and um, I believe it's called Civilized to Death. And the concept of the book is how. Uh, throughout the course of like uh, the development of monotheism and the development of like alcohol we went from like um, creatures that would have lived in these small tribal groups efficiently to more of a like uh, capitalistic individual individual focused society yes, where you're yes. only focusing on yourself instead of the betterment of the whole Yes, yeah, yeah, we, we, you know, we integrated currencies into our society and that caused, like, our greed to come out, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, like, we think we're very special creatures, mm. but we're just, like, monkeys, you know? Yeah. 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 We're, 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 like, self-aware monkeys, but we still have that, that ego. That, Absolutely. That, that, that pride, and I think that's what's kind of, like, running us. Into the ground. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday, we were talking about how it feels like everyone, no one wants to be told what to do. No one wants to listen to someone else. They all, it's not that you want to be in charge, but you want to be able to be in charge for yourself. Yep. Another thing it comes down to is like the thing about capitalism is it does inspire you to feel almost, I don't know, pressured Mm -hmm. or like you're not good enough because you're not as good as that other guy. 
So you have to become more like that other guy or kind of stop focusing on your internal needs. Mm -hmm. Well, see, the way I view capitalism is kind of interesting. I think that as a system, capitalism is good. It has, of course, it has benefits. And it has worked for a very long time. Yeah, but there's just, there's certain things that it just ignores or puts down more than others that yeah and it's just like how true a version of capitalism do we do do we live in is is it crony capitalism now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like once once the the state and these mega corporations get together um what kind of capitalism do you have now you know it's just massive monopolies by single single individuals or corporations that yeah eventually they have that much influence they control everything no, dude it's just kind of like kings and queens <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's never changed we've no. been ruled the same way forever you know just have different names yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking just different names that's yeah. a that's a good fucking yeah you said it a good point to add on to that is like uh the chemicals too i think we are controlled by chemicals oh absolutely right? so think about our generation there's nicotine there's uh yeah. you know um alcohol you know uh and just back in the, when the church was the ruling uh entity uh it ruled its people with wine it was easier to get wine than it was to get fresh water back in the medieval ages so think about that, you know, you live, uh, you're living a miserable life as a peasant, you're constantly like on the field working hard hours, and your reward is basically, oh, you get to go to church, you get to get drunk, they'll give you wine to go home, yeah. you know, like, and, and now it's the pharmaceutical companies that are filling everyone with SSRIs and benzodiazepines mm-hmm. and, and all these like really harsh chemicals, and, and we wonder why we, you know. That's the whole thing, it's like are these just things that happen because we're kind of conditioned to live that way or is it always someone feels like they can get a betterment over someone else by running institutions like this well yeah it definitely feeds into greed man like what's mm-hmm. the, what's the saying uh, power corrupts absolutely absolute power corrupts, corrupts absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. yeah yeah and that's so true in every aspect like our our our, our egos are very predictable mm-hmm. yeah so We'll definitely see, but uh, yeah, my God. So, man, like, uh, yeah. I don't really know you too well. I, know, I, I know Jake pretty well. Yeah. Um, tell me about yourself, dude. Well, shit. Uh, right now, I'm working in construction. Okay. I'm in. Cool, I'm cool. in school right now to move on to the next level to get my red seal. So, what's, what's what's a red seal? A red seal is like it's a trade red seal. So it certifies you to work anywhere in the country. Basically, you don't got to go through schooling to like sick get into like unions or do certain jobs seems like, like it would be convenient it is convenient it's like oh you're qualified okay great you can come live here now and you almost are guaranteed a job it's just long-term plan short-term vision i guess yeah man well i mean my dad tried to rail that in my head forever that trades where it's at yeah i guess i kind of did follow what he's saying like i'm kind of in a trade now you yeah. know like a, as a tattoo artist i feel like i kind of followed it but that's a little different yeah, I, but it's still I, something you have to like apprentice under. Yeah, you know? I'm a, technically an apprentice level one right now. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was an apprentice for a while. Like I've been tattooing for a year now, mm-hmm. and I was apprenticing for about four or five months. Yeah, I think it's two years as an apprentice, and then you move on to journeyman. Nice. Yeah, but you know, thirty-three dollars an hour. Not too you bad. Get to work outside. 
You're out of nature. Yeah. It's like fuck it. <laughs> That's where we're supposed to be, anyways, and man. Honestly, I can't even describe how much my overall sense of being improved just from being outside. Because I had worked in like a factory in a restaurant for six years, forty plus hours a week. Just those dim lights, man. Don't oh, don't cut. They, they don't. don't do the same thing they as don't. the, the sun. sun. Yeah. And it was when I'm working out in the winter. I'm up on a bridge. And it's like I wake up, I'm out there before the sun rises. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. I'm there when the sun's setting. Yeah. And it's like, man, I saw basically a whole yeah. light cycle of the Yeah, and, e and even if the work is difficult, you still are respecting yeah. the beauty behind it. I appreciate people who can do difficult shit and see beauty in it. Well, you have to see beauty in everything, otherwise you're just going to see the shit that they want you to. Yep. You're going to be miserable, bro. It's you easy know, to see the shit things, man. Yeah. Easy to see how shitty your life is instead yes. of how good it is. Yes. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, I think especially with how we, uh, you know, uh, there's a saying or, or quote, I'm not really sure. It's like a um, comparison is the theft of all joy. It's a oh, very that's a good. I don't think I've heard that one. I've that's never even one. heard that. No, very, that was fucking. It's a very powerful statement, man. And, yeah. and and we've got a lot of people comparing now. Like you can look at someone's whole life on a screen. Yeah. You know. Yeah, Crazy you can. Stuff. And that's and to be honest, even when you look at that screen, you, that's not even, that could not really be the reality. Yeah. No. Right. Because you're the, people. It's easy to post on like what you're doing. Like, look how happy I am. Look how happy I am with this yeah. or doing that but you always end up hearing like it's not what it seems dude we're all wearing masks right yeah some some people's masks are super thick and strong and built on some people have multiple some people have multiple masks the, the yeah. saying is we all have three masks yeah one we show everyone else yes. one we show those close and one we show only to ourselves right yeah i've heard that yeah that's so true man absolutely yeah and I feel like a big problem in our world is the is the masks that we have on uh, social media. <laughs> like there's a layer of protection or something. Like yeah, like the discord, um, the discord between like uh, political parties and like uh, it's just so crazy. The seeing whole what's way going online. things are communicated and how they are portrayed is just insane because yeah. like you know this is effective. Yeah. You know this is working on people and it's swaying. Their opinions they're going to carry around in their lives now. Yeah, man. There's a lot of mind washing on social media. Oh, my God. For sure, yeah. man. For sure. Dude, do you guys remember when um, this must have been like a couple months after they announced that there was some virus in China, right? And um, it was like people just dropping dead on the streets. Oh, my God. You guys remember that? Yeah, like it okay, first started right? and like, so oh, it's my like God, footage from China. From, from, from literal day one. They're trying to get us scared. Mm -hmm. You know, they're trying to, like... Fall in line. Yeah, fall in line. They're trying to get your mind controlled. Yeah, it, it, the easiest way to control people is to keep them scared and well-fed. Yeah. Well, fear works. Fear works for Fear everybody. works, man. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you still, you know, like, I look at my grandparents... And they're still watching every little thing about COVID, and now it's the monkeypox. Mm -hmm. It cap like it captivates, mm -hmm. right? Captivates these people's minds, captures their minds. R really, like it's it's kind of it's kind of sad. Do you uh, think it's it's different for people a little older than us? Because we've been growing up under this influence. And we've seen things where we're like, okay, well, you can't fucking just believe everything you see on screen. Oh, yeah. But they're, like, they're ignorant. But the other adults are like, oh, my ignorant. God, we have to trust everything we hear. Right. Because right. those well, are the informed well, yeah, people. Yeah, bro. Be, like, the government's always been a little crooked. 
but now it's a, a little. <laughs> a little, a little yeah. Yeah. You, can say, you don't have to hesitate, <laughs> man. We, yeah, we yeah. talk about the government on the podcast. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. The don't government's worry. super crooked. Mind you, like, I'll just say it over here. I'm a fucking anarchist, dude. Like, I don't believe that we... Uh, I can't believe we haven't met before this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, like, for me, I don't think we're made to be here where we are. Like, we've evolved past our, our point, you know? Yeah. Like, like these millions and millions of people living in these small little concrete jungles, dude. That ain't it. That ain't it, bro. That ain't it, How dude. we not figured this out, but this <laughs> yeah, ain't well, it. Well, we're figuring it out, dude. You know, like, everyone's sick now. Yeah. Everyone's sick in the mind. But you know? I think it probably passed the point of no return already. Oh, yeah. I would definitely agree with you. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm no pessimist, you know? I'm, like, a very, like pacifist yes. you know kind of just like go with the flow type of dude hope for the best man yeah yeah but, but you see you look around and you're like no we kind of fucked up we're uh, a little late to the game yeah <laughs> you know i wonder sometimes i wonder if this is the first time this has happened where we've got to this point on this planet as a species right i would really doubt i was actually thinking about this today it's like every religion older religion has a, either a flood myth mm-hmm. or a, a massive yeah. fire myth yes so it's like We've probably gone through this cycle. Right. Uh, wasn't on this yeah. planet. It wasn't and, somewhere and else. And when you look at some of the technologies of these ancient civilizations, dude, like we would struggle immensely to build the pyramids the way they are built today. You know and what I mean? And it's just like, nah, we got it figured out. This is the system that'll work for sure. Yeah. Everyone's sad and suffering now, but I'm sure we'll figure something yeah, else no, out. Yeah, we got it, bro. As long as you get the new iPhone 13 <laughs> Max cool. Pro, like, you're It'll good. be fine, bro. <laughs> yeah. My so life improved just because I got the 20, 128 giga version. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy all the news we put in your face. Come on. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. I do. <laughs> oh, man, dude. Yeah. I That's s- another thing I've noticed on social media is everything is so sexualized. Because sex sells. Oldest, so, yeah. oldest living profession, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, bro. <laughs> and it's just like you, you even see animals doing it. They're like trading shiny ass rocks. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, I found you this rock, dude. I yeah, seen like, it. let I me hand it over. <laughs> <laughs> I seen one where like birds were like dancing for the gr- other female yeah. birds' attention. I'm like, I, I get it, dude. That's, that's peacocks. why we be doing that. No, well, not peacock. There was a difference. It was a smaller bird. It wasn't yeah. a peacock. But that you are right about that too. It's the same and thing. Like, yeah, that's like us downtown. Well, we it dancing, is. right? Dude, it's a ritual. But, yeah, it's Dude, it's a fucking <laughs> yeah. mating ritual. Absolutely. Dude, like, I, look at look, look how I can hit this Dougie mate with me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. I got a like, story, okay? Yeah. I, I went to, um, so this was when, before uh, Wild Child was there, was Pub Club. Remember oh, oh yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. remember yep. Pub Club? Yep. Okay, and um, I went to Pub Club on four grams of mushrooms. Mm-hmm. That's that's a hefty dose, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was quite inebriated, dude. Yeah. And I was just watching it all, and I was kind of sickened by it. I'm like, oh, this is modern day, like, this is our modern day, ri- like, mating ritual. Before we used to like play the drums, have a huge fire. Mm-hmm. Everyone would take hallucinogens, and then everyone would fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And we find- used to be a proper species, is what he said. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. Well, we were so much that. cooler back then. Yeah. I know, man. <laughs> but sometimes I wish I could have been born, you know, like years ago. Like the being born in, in like the 60s time to be like around for the 70s. Yeah. That would have been sick. That would have been insane. Yeah, man. Because it's like, it's like when, our, when our collective consciousness like finally decided like, hey, fight against the system. 
Yeah. Yeah, and, and all these people were like, yeah, no war. Like, what is this What is this shit you're doing? I just wish it could have had a, a bigger effect, I feel. Well, that's the thing. The government is suppressing it so hard, yeah. you know? Like, I think we're actually experiencing a resurgence of, of like, the 70s now. Like, you see on Twitter and, and places everywhere that psychedelics are kind of like... I was, like saying, I was saying this shit two years ago. Yeah, making a comeback, like, bro. It's making a comeback. Dude, I invested into a whole bunch of psychedelic companies, like, years back. Yeah. Still have, and, and like, even though the stock market's in the shitter right now, <laughs> like, I have conviction in these companies. Yeah, like, I, I think for, for, for mental health, I think for oh my uh, god if you're it, going through a mental health issue shrooms almost help 85% of the time yeah yeah dude I feel I feel like it's a very fair estimate yeah. you know and, and for the people it doesn't help those are the people that just don't listen they're scared yeah. scared of themselves yeah, scared of themselves right because what psychedelic means is mind manifesting so whatever's in here whatever's in your mind is physically going to manifest into your outside world you're going to see it yeah and you can choose if you want to deal with it or not, and it's people who don't deal with it that have the That's what I was going to say. The it's, the, it's the people that don't even take it that are making laws on it, oh. that have never even experienced what... Right, they have no idea they what they're talking about. Food, bro. Yeah. Can you imagine how different our government would be if part of the process of being a president <laughs> you got a was, trip, dude. Would, <laughs> ayahuasca. would be to take ayahuasca <laughs> or, or, or five dried grams of psilocybin mushrooms, man. But, you know, like, I would consider myself a psychonaut. Like, yeah. I trip, like, maybe once a month, but, like, intensely. Now, I'm not talking, like, one gram, two gram. I'm talking, like, I'll fast for 12 hours and then take three potent tabs of LSD. You know? Like, that's, that's, that's how I go to church. You know what I mean? And that's how you go to church. <laughs> yeah. That is a crazy way to put that, dude. He's right, though, man. Holy yeah. shit. So, he goes, I'm going to go see God now. Peace. <laughs> I, uh, I used to dabble. And by that, I mean, like, you know, every two weeks I would take 10 grams and sit in my garage for, uh, yeah, I wasn't a smart man. <laughs> Most I took was 13. Uh, I didn't, oh, uh, and they're so gross, too. Right? <laughs> I, see, the thing is, I always have actually loved the taste of regular mushrooms. Right. So just doing that, it's like, if you ignore that shitty aftertaste, yeah, they're not bad. You gotta, like, wash out your mouth after. The worst part of it is when it, like, sticks to your teeth. Mmm, you got that bit stuck back uh -huh, there, and it's bro. all you can taste the whole time. Yeah, yeah. you gotta be repaired. And speaking of, just recently, I was at the Pinery, you know where the Pinery mm -hmm. is? Mm -hmm. Like, near Grand Bend? Oh. And uh, me, uh, my girl, and my buddy and his girl, we were there camping, and uh, it was just so beautiful, dude. We did mushrooms uh, and MDMA at the beach. It was just a, yeah. such a beautiful experience, man. Like, there's the dunes, right? Right. Like, really high up. And they were all sitting on the beach, like, swimming, and I went to go travel by myself to, like, get some, like, you know, uh, individual time with mm -hmm. myself. And I sat on top of this, uh, this like dune, and I thought to myself, you know, like how proud I was of where I, I've brought my life, you know, um, because like, I was like so unhappy, I guess, with like what I was doing or, or not content, or I didn't see a future for the longest time, and uh, I, and, and now that I've I've found my path, like I was just sitting up there, like totally appreciating, you know, where how my far? life has gone. Yeah, how far my life has gone. Bro, like. Well, before we started this, I was saying that to you, remember, down there? Yeah. I, w I was saying, like, from when I first met you and not even talking to you for a couple of years that you just kind of kept your head down and uh, maybe focused on whatever you were doing, right? Mm -hmm. I, uh, I, I was saying that about you, though. I was saying how far you've come, right? And I think that's, 
it's been amazing to see, dude. Just even through yeah, social, social media, media or whatever, just seeing how you improved so much. I think yeah. that I think that's crazy, man. Well, I, I, I honestly, I, I do nothing but a, like I, I love those people, man. Th those people yeah. honestly are some someone to look up to. Well, bro, you know I'm actually getting a tattoo like right on the side of my head, curling up the side of my ear. Probably gonna stop a, about my temple. It's a quote by a philosopher, a psychedelic philosopher from the 90s named Terrence McKenna. Ah, fuck yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> He's the, got some good quotes. <laughs> yeah, and the quote is, uh, nature loves courage. And the idea behind that is that um, if you show this experience courage, strength, any obstacle that is thrown in your way will be removed. You just have to, you know, believe in the process, mm -hmm. right? Like whether you call that, you know, praying to God or actually having the courage to stick through something and and what what it took me after like you know job hopping and like relationship hopping and just like trying to live the life you know like it was big in the hookup culture for a little while and that's just so unhealthy mm -hmm. yeah you know and yeah. then like I, I i finally kind of found um my place you know right. and through this place like i've my whole life has just changed upside down i'm in a very healthy relationship now I was gonna, uh, yeah yeah i was gonna ask you about her how like you know how she oh dude she's fantastic yeah. man yeah we're really happy together she's like if you were to talk to her bro you'd be like holy fuck like she's just like a straight up like good souled hippie right you know what i mean like definitely a flower child a uh, very intelligent too she's actually an immigrant from india yeah, yeah. Right now we're actually um, living with her mom, so that's oh, yeah. that's been an interesting experience thus far. Because they do they still hold like traditions in there? Oh, and stuff oh like yeah, that? absolutely. Like in in if in her in her culture, it's like you know what, what they only had her. So it's in that culture, it's still you know the the son or the daughter makes it and then takes care of the mm -hmm. parents right that's unlike our culture where we just send our parents to fucking uh, old age homes you yeah. know yeah. so it's been super interesting but dude you know like uh, uh, you guys know what the city's like yeah and and, yeah. and what the job space here is and and I had the good good jobs that you didn't need an education for and um, you know I went through them and I could barely make it three months and I was always a good worker like I was always given praise but I would just like burn out mm -hmm. I burn out so quick and uh do you think it's just because you didn't enjoy it uh I definitely didn't enjoy it and I'm trying to do something I wasn't made to do right yeah I always knew that um and I, I always knew that I needed to create energy for myself I couldn't rely on others for energy and what I mean by energy is is this Technically money, because money is the highest form of energy, right? Like you can go out to the Detroit River and uh, with a fishing rod and you can go uh, fish, right? And you can get, catch that fish, you can cook that fish and you'll have food, right? Or, you know, like you can go to the grocery store. It's much more convenient, a lot more safe probably. Oh, yeah. And you have that same fish, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like um, we, we live in a world that's like mediated by by energy mediated by money yeah and I had to look at energy as a different in a different way to to realize that and realize what I needed to do with myself mm. you know like forever since I was like five years old I was drawing like tyrannosaurs on like dresser drawers and shit and and I, I had some artistic ability um, and uh, I kind of just like took a leap of faith 
you know, like uh, I went through the whole schooling system, realized it wasn't for me, and I, after coming back, I explored heavily with psychedelics. And after then, um, I decided that I needed to follow uh, myself in, in, into being a tattoo artist. That, that, that was something that I needed to do. I felt like it was a calling and something that we've been doing for thousands of years, very ancient part what, of... What did you realize? Well, dude, I, I realized it was exactly what I needed. Like, I've never been more happier than I am now. Yeah, but when when was, like, the moment you knew you had to be a tattoo artist? Like, I want to know... The exact moment was, okay, so I was working this really shitty job. I'm going to call them out here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Southwest Metals, man. They're on du McDougal. Okay. Right? They're just, like, this old-fashioned press operator job. And... Uh, I, I, I made a commitment to myself to stick out with this job because I'm like, fuck, I jump from job to job to job and I can't be like that. You know, if I'm going to be in this nine to five life, like, I can't be like that. So I stuck it out and it was the most like intense job ever, bro. You'd go home and you'd weigh three pounds less because you were sweating all day. Uh, I did that for a little over a year and a half. And um, when I quit, my intention was within a year, I'll be a tattoo artist. And then I got an apprenticeship, and then now I'm working at uh, Inked Up Tattoos. So uh, it was like I had to show courage. I had to push myself through something, or I could have just been working like as a Rogers Center call agent mm -hmm. or something. You know, I did a very hard manual labor job, pushed myself through, and I'm like, okay, now this is what I need to do. I have to do it because I'm never going back to that. Right, I you made had to an learn ultimatum. That. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, and that's what courage is. It's to make that step over. Yeah. That's fucking... It's good to hear, dude. Yeah. I'm so, like I said, so happy for you, man. But uh, you're right, man. You, you had to learn that to realize that you didn't enjoy that. Mm -hmm. And that's... Some, some people... You know what? You're not, like, the only person that thinks that, though. Some people have to have those hard, kind of shit jobs. And it's weird because those guys that do those hard shit jobs usually end up, like, you know... Um, being successful weirdly right you yeah. never notice that i've i've always noticed that when i i don't think you can out beat hard work no. that's just my whole mentality i yeah, think yeah. if you do work hard towards something and you really want to achieve something i believe you'll do it whether it's in fitness or uh really anything to do with whatever you want to do with your life right because right. at the end of the day it's your life you do what you want to do you gotta put your energy into it. yeah you just gotta you gotta come at that motherfucker hard and yeah and yeah. have you gotta discipline. be relentless right yes yeah. that's a good yeah you gotta relentless. be relentless yes dude. there's even a guy i listen to that talks about that you gotta be relentless man yeah just gotta go head first not give a fuck what anyone else thinks yeah head first that's the idea right yeah yeah yeah, yeah i kind of just uh there was an ad for construction and i went for it <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way people are always like man that's supposed to be like a, like a real hard job like i really respect that i'm like Thanks. I kind of just signed up. It's working out. <laughs> yeah, because they're, they're like taking anybody, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are hard jobs, though. Oh, yeah, it sucks. A lot yeah. of it sucks. Yeah. I can respect that, though. And, and, and you said uh, that you're painting currently. Yeah, I'm still doing the powder coating thing. The right. uh, painting rooms. I, I remember. That's yeah. out uh, LaSalle? Or? It, yeah, it's been that long, dude. Uh, I, I, I'm in Old Castle now. <gasps> I uh, I paint in there, yeah. It's not okay. bad. It's a, yeah, it, yeah. it's it's all right job. It's, okay, uh, cool. I have plans in the future, though, to, yeah, man. I don't know, just work on other things. Well, dude, like the fact that you have invested in this 
shows me that in the long term you will not be doing the nine to five. Right. I see people like you guys and see the same shine that I had in my eyes when I decided I needed something more than what I currently had. Mm -hmm. You guys are seekers of, uh, I want to make the energy myself. I don't yeah. want to rely on other people. I really and, don't. And, and I think, you know, before it was okay to rely on other people for energy. Like, you know, when we, when we were kids, your parents could work at Chrysler's or whatever and make $45 an hour, easy. Yeah. Right, but now we live in a different age. It's no longer the industrial boom. It is more or less the entrepreneurial boom. It's the people who do it themselves that make it. That's why like social media is so big. That's why these, uh, what do they call it? Social presences, no. Like influencers? Influencers. influencers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why that's such a big thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is a big thing. and. Of course, people want to listen to those guys, right? That's why they're pushed heavy on social media, right? It's that, like, look at what they did. You can do the same thing. You know, depending on yeah. where maybe where your starting line is, re realistically, not everyone has the same kind of start line, right? Yes. Like, the same people who kind of maybe live in the south side of Chicago instead of, like, in a rich part of Chicago, right? Yeah, that's not the same totally starting point. Those are bro. two different starting points right yeah, so it's one, like, one has a handicap right? pull you know? you, pull yourself up from your bootstraps but it's like where where are they <laughs> right where are they where you are guys got boots, boots? Where, yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> like some right but some people may not have boots yeah. that's the fucking problem yeah, yeah right man. like think about that not i, I always in, in the literal that. sense too. yeah in the literal <laughs> like, sense yeah. legitimately yeah. though right not everyone has the same starting point so bro speaking of it's crazy there are homeless people in windsor in areas i never thought i'd see a homeless person Really, you want to name some or? Oh, bro, yeah, like uh, all the way up near uh, Devonshire Mall. Oh, you know really, what I yeah. mean? And I haven't right, been there in a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so all the way up on Devonshire Mall, there's a like you know that main like left turn that you can take. There's always a guy pedaling that whole corner, and then when you're getting off the expressway onto, onto, um, onto, Dougal. Dougal. Yeah, Dougal. They're everywhere, man. The, mm -hmm. the homelessness is starting to spread. It's getting worse, and I've always said it's crazy if the budget keeps going up. If the budget's going up, then whoever's in charge is not really doing a good job, right? No, right? If dude. for some reason you have more homeless people every year, then you're kind of doing a shit job. Mm -hmm. Realistically, yeah. that's how I look at it. Right? Yeah. Get someone else in there then. I think Windsor has a huge homeless problem and a huge meth problem. They do. It's getting yeah. bad, man. Like now, when you start going down, I, I, we mentioned it a lot on this podcast about downtown, how, yeah, it get, yeah. how it's getting worse. And maybe it's getting worse in the sense of, I don't know, in violence, but also in homelessness. You're right, because they're everywhere. They are. They're everywhere. Like, I'll be eating outside Loose Goose sometimes, mm -hmm. and they're just out there, like, s sitting by the fence or just walking up and down all fucked up, right? Uh, dude, what, just, uh, what would you do to solve the homelessness crisis? Oh, dude, that's a layered question. Um, there's definitely a few things that I, I think we need to start adapting. So if you look at Portugal... Portugal has some of the most uh, progressive drug mm -hmm. um, programs uh, in the entire world, right? So we got to stop treating people who are like addicts as, um, you know, like criminals. Yeah. These are people that are generally mentally ill before they become addicts. Then they become addicts and it takes over their life. Mm -hmm. These are people who are severely hurting. This is, this is, you know, it, it's intense. Yeah. And it's, uh, we need to have programs where 
uh, instead of treating these people like criminals, we can help them get their lives back on track. Like instead of putting fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars of taxpayers' money into like more stuff on the river, how would you take care of the people? Fuck. Hey, didn't the government pay all that money for that giant rubber duck? Dude, like I, I literally <laughs> cannot fucking believe what a, a, our local uh, government spends on shit. Yeah. You yeah, know, I agree with and you then that. the construction companies, bro, like it, the way it works from what I've seen is like they could fix shit so much quicker than it actually gets done. But it's a contract. Yeah. So it's a contract. So they drag on the work, man. And then, well, not even that. Sometimes, like, I don't know if you ever notice, you'll see that they they do a street up and then maybe three to five years later, they're working on it again. And it's because uh, back then they would tell them if you got it done at a certain time you would get bonuses. So let's say you get it done a month early, uh-huh. you, you get an extra 20 grand. Whoa. We'll throw an extra 20 grand. That's how some of these contracts are written. And that's why now you that's see broken. these people redoing them, right? Because they, yeah. they cut corners. You can never cut corners with shit like that. When it comes to structures, I and even uh, I watched, this is kind of <clears throat> weirdly off topic, but like nuclear power plants, right? How they're run, how you can't let nuclear profit become before safety. Right, it's mm-hmm. it, safety should be in everything we do as a society. Safety should be number one concern, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, but in capitalism, it never it's is. Never is, right? Mm-hmm. It's pro- whatever we can profit off of. So it's like, yeah, if that company can get that extra twenty grand yeah. and just cut a little bit of corners, well, whatever. It and, will. Then, and, then, and but they'll hire us again to redo it in five mm-hmm. years. Right. They'll hire us again to do it in five years. Exactly, so and both parties benefit because of it. Yeah. You know, like. It's like people always say, like the generations above us, that um, the like stuff was uh, built to last before. Yeah. And now things are built shit now, dude. Everything is built to last a couple of years. Even the iPhones, what do they have in there? The the thing that makes them obsolete in like oh, it's the, with the, the battery life they say. But after after a while, it's uh it the updates the kind of shit the bed themselves. Yeah, yeah, that's what I hear. So it's so crooked. It's uh, it's, it's like a des- system that's eating itself. It's man. design degra- degradation. Yes. Because yes. you can't sell them another iPhone if their iPhone lasts forever. Right. It all started with the light bulb. Uh huh. Because they they made a light bulb that would last a hundred years. Yeah. And they're like, but fuck, who's gonna buy more light bulbs after we right. fucking send these out? Yeah, it's yeah. just the same thing with cars, man. Dude, <laughs> I went to Cuba before the pandemic happened. And those motherfuckers, they're still using cars they're still from rocking the seventies, and those cars are still working great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. you'd be surprised what happens when you take care of it too. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. people that beat the shit out of their cars here, man. Yeah, bro, I think that I'd fall into that category. Yeah, you <laughs> beat the shit out of your car, yeah. Dude, I've been in like four like car accidents. Shit. Yeah, dude, totally. Dude, I actually not even that long ago. I was driving home after doing a tattoo, and uh, it was a 2009 Dodge Caliber. I was driving, the whole fucking subframe fell. Mm. And I was in it. I I was 15 feet away from my driveway. Good thing I wasn't driving fast, but I actually dropped. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was hilarious, because people call me, like, the luckiest unlucky person they know yeah, well yeah that's fucking being lucky that it's 15 feet away from i literally your fucking just house. walked and i'm like yo my whole my car just totaled she's like where i'm like open up the door <laughs> 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 yeah that's fucking wild man yeah man you mind if i use a uh, washing break yeah washing break know, absolutely yeah. 
onto like experiencing things, you know, Absolutely. And, and like living things, right? That there's not just this one way that the system tells you to. There are many ways to experience this reality, and there's things to help you in that journey. There's many paths and there's many frequencies. Yep, absolutely. They all lead to the same truth and understanding. Yeah, man, absolutely. Absolutely. No question about that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever suffered from like mental health issues or anything. Oh yeah, I mean, I, who, who hasn't? Who has? Yeah, yeah, good point. Who hasn't? But did you try to do the traditional pharmaceutical, the handy pills over the counter? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It wasn't for me, dude. It was. I, I have been trying to avoid going down that route my entire life. Mm-hmm. Like the moment I could, I found that there was alternatives and like psychedelics or just even just different thought process anything to not take those fucking pills because i just saw how it affected certain people and i was like i don't want that bro if you're talking in particular about ssris yeah those things make people zombies i know emotionally distraught and if you look at it bro like this is this is taking it to a dark place but like all of these mass shooters they're always on ssris yeah yeah I just, I don't know if it's because it opens your mind into darker trains of thought or it kind of takes away your, your humanity. humanity. Yeah, yeah, it takes away your humanity, bro. You know, fucking, these are the same companies that orchestrated the opiate epidemic. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny when you look back at, like, the companies who were putting out uh, opiates for the first time and they're like, the stories of addiction and... <laughs> Overblown. They're overblown. Just push the push it harder. Mm-hmm. If that one's making them, uh, you know, act like that, give them a stronger dose. Yeah. That'll that'll fix the problem. Yeah, yeah, man. In the places that they knew would be most efficient, like where a lot of people retire and had chronic pain, like mm-hmm. in Florida, right? Like a lot of people go to the Florida to retire, right? It's a nice place there. They they fabricated the opiate epidemic. Knew these things are dangerous for people. Mm-hmm. You know, and then when they got caught, they're like, oops, uh, only like a five dollar bill that we have to pay out. You know, it was like whatever, 20 million, 20 billion dollars. Yeah, to them, it's nothing. Fuck all. They so, made that in like two months. I'm like, oh, right. not even, bro. You know, they got stuck. And then, and then months later, they're like, oh, we have the fix methadone and suboxone and and you know these these medications that people make a these these pills make uh. <laughs> They make you a uh, a customer for life. Mm-hmm. Like if you ever know someone who's on Suboxone or Methadone, they cannot get off of it. Yeah, they're on it oftentimes for like I think the average time for being on Suboxone is like twelve years. What? Yes. Wow. I was. I don't know. I don't know all your life experience. I don't know who you hung out with. I'm talking to this guy one day, and he says something that I agree with almost instantly. He goes. I'd rather my friends be on heroin than methadone. Because, honestly, they're just more people than that. Yeah. Dude, I, I, think, I think heroin would probably be easier to kick, man. <laughs> probably. Dude, you know, uh, there's this uh, root that comes from Africa, and it's uh, incredibly psychedelic. It's called iboga. I've yeah. heard of this, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it actually cures opiate addiction like this. Oh, I think I do remember yeah. someone opening yeah. a clinic using that. Yep, yep. Yeah. And it's a it's a root, and it. But dude, like, everywhere in nature is the answers for the problems we have. We try to, as humans, think that we are better than what we are on. Yeah. What helped us 
become what we are. We think we're more intelligent than Mother Nature. Mm -hmm. I think that's our biggest downfall as a species. Yeah. You know, we were talking about how, uh, before we came in here, how, like, you know, how you guys and how I view, like, our intelligence in comparison to other creatures yeah. that inhabit this earth. And you asked me, you said, you know, like, who do you think we're the most? And I'm or like, the least intelligent. Yeah, I think we're probably one of the least. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't have a future sight. We can't think about what our kids will even have to deal with. And yeah. it's been like this for at least, uh, you know, 2,500 years since yeah. monotheism was the the main state of being and praise the individual praise the individual right mm -hmm. yeah yeah man. uh i think that uh that also kind of relates to man what was i gonna say <laughs> shit uh instead of people working towards the betterment of the community like we said already yeah, yeah. they're working for just themselves and it's it's forced upon you like a young age that so it's like you got to figure it out or you're gonna yeah like the selfishness like mm -hmm. in the way of you got to think about you yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I, c I can agree with that i think yeah and this well yeah it's not like our, our world gives much room to be compassionate towards others because it, it, you're already so consumed by everything that you're a part of mm -hmm. like you know um in that book i mentioned earlier uh civilized to death um, there is a story about basically um, uh, Europeans uh, visiting like this tribe and taking one of the members of the tribe to go experience how they lived and one of the Europeans stayed and lived with the tribe yeah. like as kind of like a social experience and uh, what happened was that uh, you know once so they were put in like a family Right, where like there was a husband working, and then they had the host and everything. And, and one of the first things this native, to I think it was South America, asked was like, "Oh, so you have your house, right? But you're never here to enjoy it because you work all the time." Mm -hmm. It's like back where I am, that's not the case. Our houses are, can be built in you know a day. Moved where we're at. Yeah, yeah, a day maybe, and then we move on. And you're telling me I have to use all, I spend eight hours away. Like, where have you been all day, dude? Where have you been all day? Yeah. From the morning time till nighttime. You come home and you're tired and you're exhausted and your children miss you, your partner misses you, and you have no energy to give. No. This is nothing I want to be a part of, right? And now the European that's back living the life, he didn't want to leave. No, of course not. <laughs> no. He was like, this is it. This is this this called to my soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely recommend that book, Civilized to Death by Christopher Ryan. He's an anthropologist. He's been on uh, the Joe Rogan podcast a few times. Interesting guy. Yeah, enough if he's been on Joe for sure. Yeah, right. If he's been on Joe, then definitely he's an interesting motherfucker for mm -hmm. sure. You know, Jake and I have mentioned this many times on the podcast, most likely, uh, and I'm sure you've heard similar ideas from uh, everyone who's ever. Uh, gone through psychedelic experience but we want to one day own property outside of a city limit where anyone we know who wants to can come and build a home for themselves and sort of build their own little sense of community instead of just 
moving somewhere and you have some neighbors that every once in a while you'll borrow their lawnmower. It's like you're working together to keep someplace going and keeping your friends and your family Yeah. You fed. know what, dude? Yeah. This isn't your original thought. This is the collective's thought. I know. Everyone in my group, like, ever, like, I've that's, had, you know what I mean? That's a collective thought. That's everyone a collective has the same thing. A thought. Yeah, yeah, that's a very high vibrational thought. But the thing Good is. for you, man, that you like, can see like that. We have a range. vision. We yeah. have a vision, and it's just, it's something I actually felt I could, t- I could one day work towards. Oh, man. I mean, you, you say that to me, and it's like, that's already what me and my girl are planning on, too. Like, that's what everyone... Like, she's spiritually awakened, and, like, for me, like, when we trip with people, like, we can, like, shaman them through the experience. Like, I'm, I am no, like, shaman, yeah. but I, I definitely have the ability to feel what other people feel in the experience and guide them through whatever they're going through. I don't know what to call that if I'm just um, empathetic... Uh, but so is my partner, and, like, uh, uh, one of our plans is within, like, five or six years from now, you know, the legal status of these psychedelics in Canada will be changed, mm-hmm. without a doubt, and uh, she wants to open up, like, a, uh, a, clinic. a, a clinic. Yeah, yeah that's man. so crazy, because I was literally just about to ask you, would you ever do something like that, because you were talking about, not that you're a shaman, but, mm-hmm. yeah. right? I was just about to ask you that. Yeah, yeah. Well, Although, if that does become a, a thing and eventually you have to get, like, medically licensed, I don't want anyone calling them doctors. I want them to be called shamans. They should be called yeah. shamans because yeah. that's what they are, man. Like, what, dude, like, I, what I call it is holding space for people. Like, I, I would invite, like, six or seven people over and all drop, like, four tabs of acid, like, mm-hmm. potent, potent acid. And I'd be the one energy-bending everyone's experience so they didn't drown. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's all one big ship. And I was the one keeping that shit afloat because if I, I always use this uh, this analogy with LSD, it's like giant waves of intense vibrations coming at you, and you can either sink or you can fucking surf them. Yeah, you know what I mean. You can surf with the waves, or you can just be like completely drowned by them and overwhelmed. For some people, go I with f- the flow. You know? For some people, I feel like when they go through these experiences, even just the first couple times. Sometimes you, you understand what you're supposed to be feeling and what you're going to experience. And other times people go in right away and they're just they're lost with it. They don't know what's happening and what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They're freaking out a bit. Mm-hmm. But after a while, it feels like everyone gets kind of to, I don't know, the shaman stage or whatever. But yes. they understand it and they go, okay, now that I know how to control it for myself, if I see someone else doing it with me, I can feel their energy as well. Yeah. And you kind of... Yeah, it's More. not even it's not even about controlling. It's just understanding. It's just moving it, sort yes, of. Yes, it's it's manipulating mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. yeah, that's what it is, man. You know, like I literally like so a um, couple weeks back, maybe about a month and a half at this point, I went to Port Stanley, and uh, me and my buddies we we dropped ass at the beach, and they I could tell like we were all in the same little half tent, and I could feel that they were having. A difficult time so I sat with them and I looked deep into their souls I looked into their eyes I'm like you guys need to purge you guys need to throw up and I actually like felt this intense heat inside my like center chakra it was so heavy dude it was like a weight of all of their relationship problems it was a couple mm-hmm. and, and like I literally like breathed them through throwing it up and they both threw it up and it was, and they were just like in in awe, complete awe, and they were just, they just had the best trip afterwards, bro. Yeah. We swam in the water. We went out as far as we could, 
you know, me yeah. and the guy, me and my buddy Tyler. It was so much fun, man. Like, swimming in water when you're tripping I know. balls I is, know. like, unreal. <laughs> I fucking yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, and it was so cool, bro, because, like, everyone knew we were fucked up. I mean, we're just walking around with penny-sized pupils, like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fucking. Just like stumbling over. Yeah. yeah. I, this one time, I was like, man, I want to go, like, out in public. I want to be with the people. I don't want to talk to them or anything, and I hope they don't come near me. Yeah. But I want to be with the people. Right. And I'm I'm sitting on this curb, like in a, I want park, whatever park, and this like kind of old-ass-looking homeless dude, like, kind of sits. <laughs> Like, 10, 10 feet down from me. And he sits there, and I'm like, even just this is a connection to vibration. Yes. We, it felt like we were having a moment for a bit, because he looked over at me, and he nodded, and I was like, yeah, okay. We're both here. He's probably on, like, crack, but we're both around the same. <laughs> we're both here right now. We're both here right now experiencing this yeah. in our yeah. own perspective. Yeah, that's, that's good. Man. It's good that you looked at it that way. Hey, buddy, I don't know. Yeah. I was off, like, three tabs in public on a Tuesday. You know, it's not. <laughs> Just having a moment. Oh, yeah. It's like anything. Like, when you're going through anything, though, like, uh, any moment. It's, yeah. like, weird. When I'm training with James, like, my workout partner, mm-hmm. it's, like, me and him are going through this moment together. Well, that's like you know, it's shitty for me, cause I'm sore as fuck, he's sore as fuck, and we're here, sweating our ass off, getting the work done, and it's like something to do with like, me and this guy are doing it together, even if it's like, like a psychedelic thing, but no, like, or a drug thing, you know what I mean? The frequency thing doesn't have to be no, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah, but you, you look totally different. Like you've actually <laughs> like took, you've taken care of yourself. Yeah, bro. I, uh, I, I, you know what, man? It just came out of really nowhere. Um, to, I'll just tell my story real quick. I don't, I don't know yeah, if I tell I, it, bro. I want to hear it because, like, you look good. Like, uh, so I was at work one day, and I should mention that my mom doesn't do it anymore. But my mom was a uh, bodybuilder at one point. She she did shows and shit like that. Yeah. Um, she was just like she also had a big weight loss journey. She uh, she did something like that, especially when we were uh, younger. I remember around like. I want to say grade six, grade seven around there. She started really taking her health serious, like going for runs, eating better, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I just remember that maybe when I was a little younger. Um, for the most part, though, uh, it was after high school. So I was a big kid all throughout pretty pretty much high school. I played football. I was a lineman. Uh, I played linebacker sometimes, like when I was playing earlier before I got heavier. I was probably about, I want to say, maybe 260, 270 leaving high school. Um and then as I left, I just stopped playing s- sports. Like, there was nothing to kind of suppress me. I was just eating. I had a car, man, and I had a car and a full-time <laughs> job, man. I was eating at home. Fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I just didn't give a fuck. I, I was also partying a lot probably at that time. Like, just yeah, after I mean, high school, I was probably out always. Partying is what does it. People yeah. don't understand. It's that, like, that night out of drinking. Adds up. Yeah. Because you're eating McDonald's, buddy. No matter what, you're eating McDonald's. And then you're putting your body in such a terrible space. Like, listen, I don't have any biases towards any chemical, Mm. but alcohol fucks your body right now. Yeah, it does. Yeah, like, a chemical is not good or bad. It's crazy that weed was illegal for the longest time, even before alcohol. Like, what? Alcohol is way worse for you. Way, way. As soon as the government realized they could make money off of it. Yeah, it, it just took them a minute. They had to like. Took them a minute. Yeah, Definitely they'll do the, do they'll do the same with every other drug, man. They will. Yeah, I believe well, that. Mushrooms are next. Like, they're, yeah. dude, if you look at BC, there's so many places that are like, gray web where they will like ship you, like <laughs> ship you psychedelics. 
You know what I mean? I was getting like, so many like ads on Instagram and shit where it was just like, oh, just order your mushrooms online. Yeah, dude, I, I've ordered <laughs> mu- mushroom chocolates. Like, yeah. You can go to fucking like gas stations on the res and they just have shatter bars. So it's right out the counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, to go back to my thing because we yeah, fell yeah. off topic a little bit. But uh, uh, it was about like after high school. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't, it was weird. It was a weird moment because I was at work and I was probably on fucking maybe three hours sleep because god knows what i was doing the night before um and then uh you know i just started my the my supervisor at work uh said would you want to start working out with me and i didn't think of it as like anything else is like well i'm not really doing anything right after work because i'm always having those couple hours whether i'm sleeping to go out that night (laughs) or if um you know i'm like yeah sure why not man like fuck it he went uh we went he went two days and then go after that body we bought a year commitment to this gym member (laughs) This gym membership. He went for two days and then go any other time. I after those two days, I took two weeks off and I I remember I, I was sitting there talking to myself and I said, "Man, you paid fucking like a hundred and something dollars yeah, for this for the year, yeah. you know whatever for the whole fucking year. Like don't waste it, man." And I thought of it as I didn't even think at at that point I was three hundred pounds. I was three hundred and I didn't even see a problem. No. Like I didn't see an issue. I just it wasn't thought, aware. Like you I, were I, ignorant to it. I was just, I just thought of it as like, oh, I'm a big guy. Yeah. Like I'm just a big dude. Like yeah. you know, like there's a bunch of big dudes I hang out with. I'm just a big dude. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, I, I remember, uh, I also had like severe uh, plantar fasciitis. Um, it would, it's like the growth plate in your foot is in pain all the time. It's all the yeah. weight that you're carrying, especially like from me stomping as a lineman on football. Oh yeah. Like I would put all that, all your pressure all on, your the fucking, yeah. on your heels. So my feet would actually be in pain. I couldn't walk. There was at points like I could not walk because my feet were actually in like that bad. It was almost like, it brought Jesus, tears in my eyes. Dude. And uh, I remember I, I, I started walking to the gym. The gym wasn't far from my house. It was about maybe a 10 minute walk. I started walking there and I would make it a commitment to be there for at least 45 minutes. Right like on. a commitment, like it, it didn't matter what I was training. It just, I had to be there for 45 minutes, get my workout in and I'm done. And that's how I looked at it. Uh, and with my shit sleep schedule, of course I had the switch. So I said, okay, if I'm going to take the gym more serious, I have to switch up my schedule. I, I, I can't be coming home and sleeping for four or five hours and going and partying. That's not going to work. And, and I did that in the beginning with my working out. Like I would come home, sleep and then try to go to the gym. Uh, but the thing is I'd be wired and I wouldn't be going out to party anymore. I would just be up in my bed till like 2 a.m. But I have to wake up at 6 to go to work. So it was almost like I was still falling into that vicious sleep cycle weirdly. Yeah. The only difference is, is I wasn't hungover from the night before. Well, that's, uh, a, that's a step forward. That was a, that was a step forward at yeah. that time. And then, um, and then, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to go right after work. You know, I, I, you know, you don't want to. But it's like, just get it done, and yeah. it's done. And yeah, but you know if you go home, you won't go back up. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I know that feeling, and right? You got to go straight from work to the gym. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I got down to, you know, my first month, I was probably down, like, honestly, 12 pounds. I got 12 pounds down my first month, and I remember I, I was weighing myself. I was like, okay, that's working. And then it was, like, weirdly, it was, like, a, maybe another month went by. I was about, like, 2880. Okay, it's another 10 pounds down in, in a month. That's not bad. And then... It got to the point where I was like, it was like 270. And then I got to 260 and I couldn't break 260 for like three months. It was something weird. I, I couldn't break it. And I remember I said I wasn't going to weigh myself anymore because it was honestly making me not want to go to the gym. Because seeing that, 
you're not losing weight on the scale. That's I like why to see progress. I, you want to see progress. Yeah, That's yeah. why I always tell people when the, if they are trying to lose weight, I, I tell them not to weigh themselves every day because right. I think it can be detrimental. I think it can fuck with your head not seeing that scale move even oh, though yeah. when you're trying hard. And the fact that like your weight is mostly within like three to four pounds, it's all water. It's all water. You know, yeah. Or you go take a fat shit in the morning and you pee, like that's like a pound. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, and it's, on, it's right? also like, like uh, I also learned like it could be the fact even though you may weigh the same, it could be your body composition changing. Like you could be putting on good muscle now, right? Muscle weighs a little more than fucking fat does. Mm -hmm. Shit like that. It, there's a lot of whole science. I won't get into it right now, but. Uh, yeah, so like through this journey, like you, how much weight have you lost? Like you look like I, you've got broad shoulders now. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I, uh, definitely looks like you lived. Yeah, I, um, thanks bro, I appreciate that yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was so nice, man. Uh, um, I, I, it took me about in two years, in two years I lost 101, 102 pounds. Holy fuck. Yeah, I got down to all the way to like the 199, 198. Uh, I sit around like, 210 215 right now uh just because i've been put on size since then nice. um other than that i just enjoy I, I enjoy lifting uh it brought a lot of better things it's only benefited me realistically yeah. i don't i don't uh i don't snore anymore i don't have like sleep out mm -hmm. um so my sleep is like a hundred times better i take my vitamins dude, and sleep shit. is so fucking important i i dude i push sleep on everybody yeah, yeah i say yeah, like yeah. if you're getting less than fucking probably six hours it's shit it's probably yeah. gonna be your day your, dude, you're if you don't put yourself if you're not sleeping properly if you don't prepare for the your sleep the day before your whole next day is gonna be shit yeah. And that's like a quote I've learned from somebody, and I'm like, yeah, that's the start to the good day. Two things we need to do more as a uh, society is we need to do intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. I did that for a little bit too, yeah. yeah. And um, we also need to, like, uh, sleep better. Yeah. yeah I think it helps, man. Sleep. I think, it, honestly, a lot of sleep relates to your mood. I do. I, I've always thought that, uh, like you know, if you don't get enough sleep, of course you're angry. You're pissed off because now you got to tackle the day with no energy. It's charging yourself. You're yeah. charging yourself when you're passed out, yeah. right? Oh. And you're and you're you're recovery. You're recovering from the day, whatever you were doing in that day. So you know, isn't it crazy for the, just just in the fact that like on average for eight hours out of every twenty four hours in a day we are not experiencing this ex existence. Mm -hmm. It is just blackness. Yeah. Our whole operating system is just off. There's chaos. I find it so crazy, man. And then we come back and it's like, wow, we just pretend that's normal. But we literally like transverse dimensions. <laughs> you know, that's but for like eight hours. But <laughs> yeah, for about eight hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, but when you're sleeping, you are not aware. You're not conscious. If you were to fall asleep and never wake up, you wouldn't you wouldn't you know otherwise. Know. Yeah. You would not know otherwise, right? Mm -hmm. You are literally in a different fucking dimension mm -hmm. when you are in the sleep space. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. I always found that really interesting. I was for a while there I was like um like messing around with like the dream state seeing how i could have lucid dreams how i could have like astral projection and i've had some pretty crazy experiences alongside like my uh, uh alongside that like it's just like having a dream where you can interact yeah and like be there and be present and mm -hmm. be like oh this is my i am i'm aware that i'm dreaming but I'm in the dream, and I'm still going to play the game. Yeah, you can almost experience the con I don't want to call it consequences, but 
it feels like you can manipulate what you're seeing almost. Dude, you're playing a game inside of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a. It's funny. I was gonna ask you about lucid dreaming and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never, uh, never really looked in the astral projection stuff though. Never really. Bro, I've only had one major experience with astral pro- projection, but basically it was like um, I-, I woke up in my sleep, and it was my whole apartment. But the apartment was set up different. Different people lived there. You kind of you knew it was the and right it was like spot, literally like so my bed was like this, right, and like I'm sleeping, and, and it was like waking up like this, mm-hmm. like the upside down from fucking Stranger Things. And everything was just like a dark green hue, but everything was the same. Uh, like like uh, furniture in different places. And throughout the whole dream, I, I heard like someone crying. And I was following the crying and I knew, I knew from the moment I got myself into this dream that my journey was to find this individual that was crying and heal her. And I went through this house, through all these doors, and every single door I opened told me a story of this, this, this individual's life and how broken they were. It was very, very intense on the soul. And then I finally, uh, finally found her. And uh, dude, just like I, I hugged her with all the love I could give. And it was so profound, bro. I woke up feeling like a hundred fucking million dollars. Like Damn. I, yeah, it was such a beautiful experience. I haven't had anything like that since, but there's like a, a process that you can go through to, to get that to happen. Essentially, what you do, and it's kind of like sucks to do it, but so you sleep right on your back, not on your sides. Um, and when you're falling asleep, you focus on the heat on the middle of your forehead, which is where your pineal gland is, your third eye. And uh, as soon as you find yourself falling asleep, mm-hmm. you wake yourself up. And then you sit up, you do a little bit, of, you know, if you go to the washroom, go to the washroom, whatever, and then you go back. And then you do it again, you repeat the process. As soon as you find yourself falling asleep, you catch yourself. And uh, eventually you'll enter like a lucid dream space. <laughs> yeah, or, or a projection. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. Is that what you did to get to that? Yes. To, with that for that experience? Yes, yeah. yes. Definitely practice to get in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you really, like, looked into it before you fucking wanted you knowing that you wanted to do it. Yeah, man. yeah. Well, bro, like like I said earlier, like, I'm a psychonaut. Like, I am someone who likes to experience different states of reality. Yeah. I, th- like, I feel like what's missing for a lot of people in our society is they think that this physical realm is the only thing there ever is. And when you are not just shown, but your soul is given a fundamental understanding of so that there are many, many different realities and experiences happening. Um, You gain like a massive appreciation for everything in life, for sure. Zoom out. You definitely zoom zoom out. Zoom out, bro. Yeah, dude, just like looking, uh, I, I was on at the beach and I was just looking at the sand. And I talked, the sand like spoke to me. This just sounds weird, but like the sand spoke to me and it said, you will return to me one day. And then I will also return to you. And what it made me realize is that everything, all energy is in constant movement. Like the laws of thermodynamics cre- uh, state that energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be transferred. 
and I got a fundamental heart understanding of that by the sand speaking to me. I held it in my hand and it was just glittering. Cause like, you know, when you're tripping yeah. balls, dude, everything's, <laughs> everything's like, looking so, that's so fucking nice. Yeah. Everything's like HD dude. Mm -hmm. And the sand's just t telling me, it's like, you will become me. And that humbled me because it's like, hey, bitch, you're going to die. That's what it told that's me. What it, yeah. yeah, that's what it was saying. It's memento like, Mori. Yeah, Memento Mori, mm -hmm. right? So you're going to die, become me, and then the sand will eventually become you again. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, the way we view time, the way we view life, like we're so limited. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I wish I could like spread this to, to more people. Yeah, bro. it's like, just, I like, I like that you're actually good at explaining it because... I feel like everyone at some they receive the same messages. We all yeah. is yeah. like you said, it's a communal mind. You yes. you feel it. Everyone feels it. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people, like even even myself, I have a tr I have trouble trying to explain that to someone without being like, "Yo, motherfucker, you're dirt." Okay, I don't know what else to tell you. We're all <laughs> dirt. We're all gonna be dirt. But it's all in a cycle. <laughs> It definitely is all in the cycle, man. Yeah, but it's just so like almost incomprehensible. Yeah, you're... it's a hard thing to put into words, yeah. man. And and I feel like that's something like not to like like tickle my own ego. That's, I feel like that's something I do well. Mm -hmm. But I spend a lot of my time in a space where I have to do it well, where I'm tripping with people, you know. And yep. Like most people drink on their weekends. I'm taking five grams of mushrooms with like. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're doing people. something else, man. Yeah, you know else. what I mean. Yeah, exactly. That's so. like your that's like your getaway. <laughs> Realistically, because people's thing is the getaway for them. Like at the Escape. end of the week, they want to go to the bar. Yeah, right. Man. It's like for you, that's just doing this. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. It's uh, and it's so beautiful, man. The connections you make with people and the healing that you see. Like, I watch my one buddy Nick. He went from just being like you know, uh, he had no drive at all didn't even have a passion he was totally okay with just job hopping um you know work for three months then collect unemployment you know for whatever and then collect fucking uh welfare you know anything he could just to like not work he was just so unhappy and uh you know i pushed really hard like i i did psychedelics with him and you know i tried to talk to him like hey man like you know this 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 life you are the one that that makes the story you know the you are the one that writes this this entire process you know like make something of it and now he actually like plays the piano and he's so much happier with his his existence in entirety just so beautiful dude found like he found interests yeah he like found instead interest. of just going through the motions yeah of dude just all life. you do is play like fucking valorant and you know whatever fucking <laughs> yeah. game you know what i mean for like eight hours a day i lived with him for a year and a half and i saw it and i spent so much time like not not just because i wanted to preach to him but because he was my friend and i loved him mm -hmm. you know what i right, mean right yeah that's that, your boy yeah that's my boy you know so it's like yeah i, I, I know i'm going on this journey how can I also help others on this journey? Yeah, and I feel like that's 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 the main message. Like you, you don't even don't even have to connect it to psychedelics. Really, it's just a spiritual way of being. Mm. You know? That's like a weird psychedelics thing. are like a shortcut. Yeah. Right, it opens right. up the doorways that you didn't even know were there. Yeah. I think just what you were saying though, it's like it's weird in the sense of like a brotherhood, because there's something weird that I always want to see my friends achieve. Yes. It's like something to do with one of your buddies that you're really close with, like improving himself 
or like doing better. Yeah. It's like some you get like a oh good. It's come it's, it's camaraderie. Yeah. It's yeah. like something like, Okay man, my, my friend is doing well now. He you know, maybe they were in a tougher place than they were where how X amount of time mm-hmm. ago. In our society we need more soulmates that are brothers. Mm-hmm. Right. Understand yeah. what I'm saying? Soulmates come in all different shapes and forms. Yeah. And having a true brothers, not just blood. Like blood means fuck. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't yeah. mean anything. It's the people who work with you to make you a better person. The people who are with you, regardless. That want to improve, like you as a person. They just want to yeah. see you achieve. Want yes. you to do better, grow as a person. I think uh, I, I get. I get excited for my friends. I really do. When I hear something going good or something happening for them, yeah. I get very excited. Yeah, bro. You know, that's good to hear, man, because I feel like a lot of people in our world are the opposite. They, they We just like what, what we, we started, how a small city and there's that jealousy, right? Like, you know, my girlfriend calls it evil eye and she has like all these little trinkets to stop evil eye from coming into our lives but like it's a real thing you oh, know yeah. like when people have bad thoughts about you ever in my spiritual experience everything in my life is just a reflection of who i am mm-hmm. right you can see yourself everywhere in mirrors it's a very buddhist teaching very taoist teaching you know that uh, you know that we are all mirrors of of our of ourselves like you know have you ever seen like flocks of birds fly like millions of individuals and they all fly in sync mm-hmm. that's because they're all connected to the same mind mm-hmm. we're all connected to that same mind too it's just like you ever know someone's looking at you you yeah. just know it you just have a feeling you know someone's looking at you and it's like oh 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 shit yeah <laughs> someone's looking at what's me up? Yeah. Yeah, what's up yeah it was homeboy? good yeah, <laughs> yeah, up, <laughs> yeah no i get that yeah we're all connected in some way for sure. To the collective conscious. Yeah. Yeah, so, so like, what, what kick-started uh, your, uh, you know, uh, exploration of uh, the, uh, <laughs> of <laughs> these beautiful uh, wow. tools? Um, I know this part, I'm gonna, so I'm going to go take a piss yeah. while you guys talk about it. <laughs> I, uh, man, I don't even know how it started. I think it started, the first time I ever did mushrooms, I took nine grams, which is a bad go. Yeah, man, that's a bit much. Yeah, but I didn't, like, have a bad trip or anything. No, no, no. I didn't even, like, people were like, man, did you, like, You just probably couldn't integrate it because it was so much. See God? I'm like, no, but I, I felt like I only got, like, a very tiny bit of what I could have. Yeah, added. because, dude, you know, mycelium, mushrooms, that level of intelligence, they're their own entity. Mm. I have no question about it. Right? They're so intelligent. They won't throw more at you than you can handle. If it's your first time doing doing them, yeah. it will only hand it will only throw at you what you can handle. That's what it felt like. I was like, I know there's more just at the cusp. Yeah. yeah. But it's like only what my mind can grasp and comprehend is what I'm getting out yes, of. Yes, and, and at that time when you're first awakening, dude, like your mind is so simple. It's yeah. <laughs> That's it's a lot yeah. more simpler. It's dude. it you don't you're not receiving the full effect of the full yeah. message yeah you're getting just the tiniest little, like you'd feed a toddler yeah of how the world works yeah bro yeah that's how i tell people when it's like when you first try psychedelics you know most people start with like a gram or a gram yeah. and a half or a tab i'm like dude that's like sticking your toe in the water <laughs> i'm like you need to take five dry grams in silent darkness after fasting for like 12 hours that's like taking 
a dive into the Marianas Trench. <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. Pardon me, I'm going to have to use the washroom for a second. That's all right. Absolutely, you can pause it. You want, uh, want some uh, fucking crown, buddy? You want to try someone's crown? You know crown? what? Yeah, bro. Fill me a... So, you mix me that? a yeah. mean drink, yeah. I got a little bit of ginger ale left, so... I already drank, like, half of this. That's good. Keep yeah. it healthy. Right? So... Say whiskey's good for your heart. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. I believe that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh... We had talked a bit about how I started off with nine grams, so... You know, I didn't do mushrooms for a while after that. Thank you. And Absolutely. then, you know, one day a friend of mine just had some. And I was like, yeah, I'll take Hold on, I got to fucking make one, buddy. Oh, yeah, I'll cheers sure. you in a minute. Sorry. <laughs> Continue your thing, Chase. got this drinking tea. <laughs> 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 keeps it healthy. I keep it good. Um, and then after that, I, we started doing it uh, once a weekend. And even that, I felt like it was Salute, like. brother. Cheers. Maybe pushing it. I felt like I wasn't getting anything out of it after a while. Because I was just constantly trying to press that button to get fed more. And I was like, bro, you got to process the first yes. shit. Well, there's a saying in the uh, in the, uh, the the psychedelic space the uh, um, is that most of the work that happens from a psychedelic experience is actually, it doesn't happen when you're tripping. Mm-hmm. Happens afterwards. The afterglow. Yeah, yeah, you gotta, you have to integrate. I taught him that this morning. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, no, no, but seriously, it's like those days after you take it where it's like, wow, all the all this beauty from above, like from a higher vibrational like energy like from a different dimension whatever from god if you will like i got all this information what am i going to do with it and it's up to you Mm -hmm. right you are the one in charge of your reality yeah you're the one that decides if i can uh, make those changes so but no yeah yeah, i hear what you're saying like that that's where the real change comes yeah it it really it really comes that's where it came for me you know like i'll give you guys a little bit of my backstory um, you know, uh, we went into it a little earlier, but like, um, I used to wrestle in high school and I was pretty good at strangling people. It was the only thing I really knew how to do. I like, get that. Yeah. 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 So like, um, like my grades weren't the best, but they were just good enough to get me into university. I stayed a fifth year. I didn't start wrestling till grade uh, 12 and then I won WEXA, but I blew up both my knees. So I, like can, I, I'm so sorry. Can you tell me about blowing out your knees? I've always heard about people blowing out their knees, but I need to know what it's like. What oh, is that bro. like? So okay, so um, uh, you guys are from Holy Names. No, no, Brennan. What, what school did you guys? Brennan. Brennan, that's right. Okay, so I was fighting one of like the the, the top guys. Uh, his name's Dylan. Dylan McKenzie. <laughs> yeah, and he was like a really good wrestler at the time. His older brother, really good wrestler. And this was Wexa Finals. And uh, I, it was like, in wrestling, like, it goes by points. You take someone down, they go to their stomach, you get two points. You take someone down, you go to their back, you know, it's four points. And I was like, basically, I had, uh, I had teched him. Tech fall means you get like 10 points and they get nothing. So I, dem- I, like, I, I demolished him, right, essentially. And then, um, but the last move was like a hard, uh, like, I don't know if you guys watch uh, UFC. I watch it. I do. I watch it a lot. Fantastic. So I went in for like a quick, um, like, 
uh, power double. Okay. And one of your knees has to hit the floor. Mm -hmm. And um, so I scored the four on him. I took him down. And then I stood up and I looked at my knee and it was like a fucking water balloon. I didn't feel the crack or the pain. I looked at my knee and it was just like, you know, you watch fighters, they get the hematomas on their forehead, the big blood blisters. I tapped my knee and it was like a water balloon, like it was ripples. Ooh, and I'm fuck. like, oh, fuck, this sucks. Yeah, so I ended up getting surgery like maybe two months it, after. But it happened that. to both? Yeah, yeah, it happened to both. Less to this one, but like you can, like uh, you can't see, but like I've got scars on both my knees, like. It, oh, from where they. Yeah, from, from where, where they, they inserted yeah, those okay. meniscus tears, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, basically, I'm walking on no meniscus. So I'm gonna be like uh, arthritis' is best friend in Ooh. like 15 years. You need to get your knees replaced. Probably need to get stem cell injections. Oh. Right. That's yeah. that's expensive, but. Yeah. Soon that won't be an issue for me, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah I think health comes first. Would you, would you ever uh, get your knees replaced? Like if the doctor said just replace the whole knee? Not replaced. I would, no? I would go with like a stem cell. You still stem, would do the stem cells? Stem stuff? cells, yeah, yeah, man. I think that's the way to go. Like, uh, I don't want them to replace something that was already made. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. That's the whole, he, earlier today he was like, oh, if I had to get like surgery on my shoulders, he, I'd just replace them. Like, I don't know. It'll never be as as good as what was grown inside for that specific purpose. At right. least am I, yeah. you know. I guess that's true. Well, I was just thinking well, that I can just lift heavy as fuck now because yeah, I have yeah. just titanium joints. Yeah. Well, dude, that, that makes Gym me shit. Th yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me think about all the, like, the, the things we're doing to enhance the human now. Like, think about, you know, bodybuilding back in the day compared to now with all the steroids and stuff, you know, like... Think about the shape of the average man now in comparison to 40, 50 yeah. years ago. Pretty crazy. Like, dude, you can literally just go on a Canadian website and buy any steroid you want. Right yeah, to your door you know, and it's legal. I've always said, like, with, with regarding steroids, like, I don't really get... I'm not for them, but I'm not really against them because I don't give a fuck what anyone does. Right. It's Legit only your journey that it, matters. Right. If you're, like... Uh, Hitching on people for fucking using steroids. It's like, bro, it's their fucking choice. Like, it's just like if you want to smoke crack, like, and work your Walmart job, like, I get That's it. your choice, man. You know yeah, for mean? sure. Like, but I wouldn't want to work at Walmart. It, it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's just weird how it just gets pushed. Because maybe a lot of my algorithm and shit is just because I lift. So I see, like, a bunch of, you know, yeah, yes, whatever, lifting shit. And it's mm -hmm. like, literally, there's dudes now that are, like, promoting steroids kind of heavy. And it's like... Dude, if you're 18 and you're just trying to lift and look a little better, too young, and you're you have no really desire to even bodybuild, or not even to mention like say you're a year into your lifting phase and you're thinking about doing steroids, it's like why no. why you haven't even reached no. your potential, you haven't even yeah. seen what you can do. First of all, you have to love the sport. Yeah, first of all, you gotta enjoy. Fall in love with it, right? right? People who bodybuild, they fall in love with it. It's a passion, right? Me me and my training partner talk about this all the time. There's people who take steroids and then train because that's the only way they can do it. And you actually end up finding that guys that come off steroids because you eventually have to cycle off it. You have to. Oh, yeah. That yeah. the guys actually don't even enjoy training because they're so depressed that they're not at their right. Steroids Peak. make you feel. Think about everyone that takes steroids. Everyone that takes steroids say, I feel like I'm the man. I feel like I'm the shit. I feel my ego is through the roof. Right? They feel like they're legitimately God. Legit yeah, invincible. Invincible. Yeah. And, of course, if you were to come off that shit 
and you start going to the gym and you feel like you're a you're not that anymore lifting of course would not be fun anymore no why would lifting be fun you have to fall in love with lifting first and enjoy and maybe even if the case is you want to take steroids maybe do your research and understand what you're taking instead of just blindly going off some fucking random ass motherfucker off the internet Mm -hmm. and being like well i'll just trust this guy because he's done it well he took this 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 how do you you could take as much as that guy and not even look like him. Not yeah, to mention, yeah. what about if you can end up taking less and not fucking your body up as much and still right, look right, better? Right. Yeah, I feel like for me, the only time I think I'd ever take some sort of steroid is when I'm in my 40s. I think TRT. You, TRT is kind of safer though, right? Yeah, that shit, you're yeah. not like pumping, you're not doing what these bodybuilders are doing, right? No. You're not just pumping stuff that could make a fucking kill, a, like that could kill a fucking horse, dude. Yeah, yeah. Some no. of these guys take, and some of these guys now, I think, believe. Uh, maybe it's because I pay attention to it a little more that these guys that are in the high up bodybuilding leagues, I think they're on all year round. I don't think they come off. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever come off. I think to keep up with the competition, you have to stay on all year Dude, round. Dude, it's just like uh, like uh, movie actors, like uh, Chris Hem- Hemsworth. For You're sure. gonna tell me that motherfucker's not on steroids? Like mm-hmm. when he has to get in shape for a Thor movie? Tell in me. like four months. Yeah. yeah. Tell me he's not, bro. He's on a fucking cocktail. Of gear. Yes, sir. It's just, and, and to be honest, I, I just want to elaborate on the steroids more. Like, they're not just used in bodybuilding. Like, people think when they, when you hear steroids, people think, oh, those big jacked motherfuckers. They no. don't think, dude, the, at one point, the whole Russian Olympic team, except the figure skaters, were using steroids. Yes. At one people, point for the, I, I want to say maybe it was for the Rio Olympics. Yeah, and it, it was something for recovery, wasn't it? Yeah. Something to help them recover quicker. Yeah. If I remember right. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah. That, that st- people have this weird perception. It, it's just, I guess, ignorance, right? That people don't look deep enough into subjects. Right. But, like, steroids go beyond just, like, ooh, make muscle big. Yeah. <laughs> like, right? They're, like, literally, they're trying to use it to create super soldiers and shit. Like, guys yeah. that are, that, of course, if you had, imagine you had a bunch of soldiers that felt that way, that they were invincible, they were God. Dude. Think about what kind of weapon that fucking Dude, is, man. That they, was World War Two. Yeah. yeah. They gave people... Dude, they what, had meth? the fucking was Japanese it? on methamphetamine, and then they would put them in the zeros to kamikaze. Like, they would just put them on fucking, like, 200 milligrams of methamphetamine. Like, shit, I don't know if you guys have ever tried Adderall, but, like, I take 40 milligrams, and I'm... F- <laughs> Those motherfuckers <laughs> were flying planes and flying them accurate enough to slam into battleships. I know. That's crazy. Baller. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's like, you believed in that cause so much that you're like, yep. That's the difference between Japanese culture and our culture, man, is is is, is that. Like, there was this strong belief in the empire. The oh, empire fuck. was truly a god in their eyes. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> Respect uh, goes a long way in that culture. Yeah, yeah I've sure. learned that too in a lot of like, you know, I know not there's not many correlations between like India and and, uh, and Japanese, but like even in just the East in general, the East that like their culture is so like very heavily sewn on respect. Mm-hmm. Where ours is not really. It's a personal gain. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So let's uh like I was thinking of just like completely changing the topic here. Oh shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Um what do you guys think about the current like 
state of the world in regards to our politics and uh, our economic uh, field that we're experiencing. Because we are quite literally in a recession mm -hmm. that I think will end up being worse than the one that happened uh, in the Great Depression. That happened in the 19, what was that, the 10s, 20s? So every, every time there's a great cultural shift, yeah. when a great government or uh, civilization falls, like right now we live in the civilization of Western society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The U.S. The US. has been the global superpower yeah. for a long time. Yeah, but if you the reserve if, currency exactly, yeah, yeah. if you look at it long enough, you notice that like it's in a steady decline, and yeah, China's uh, ability to produce and amass wealth. China's got us by the balls. They got everybody by the balls. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. eventually, the uh, in China's the the yen, right? Yes. Yeah. The eventually, the that UN, might the UN. The yeah. UN. Yeah. It'll eventually that, become like Y E A U N or something like that. I don't yeah. even know. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, why, yeah. Anyway, eventually that might become our global backup currency. And No, no. Yeah, that's yeah. why for me, like, I'm big into cryptocurrencies, dude. Mm -hmm. yeah. What did you think about when they crashed a little bit there? Well, see, the, the cryptocurrency I invested into is called Monero. And Monero is a privacy coin. Basically, it's what, uh, basically, uh, when you send it, no one knows the address you sent it from. So it can't be traced. So it's mm -hmm. really good if you're anti-Big Brother, mm -hmm. right? Because Bitcoin transactions can be traced now, just like your debit card transaction yep. can be traced. Monero is still completely private. And I think we're going to see, uh, as you as we were talking, that like China will be the next. Mm -hmm. And that scares me because China's very totalitarian, right? And, <laughs> yeah. and to have the ability to have my own money um, through Monero is a is a is a huge thing. So like anyone who's listening to this, and if if you guys have any money in in cryptocurrencies, I know the the whole market's in the shitter. But honestly, take a uh, deep look into Monero. It's a uh, private coin, and uh, I've like it's it's what's used on the dark web yeah. originally bitcoin was what was used on the dark web but now they can trace bitcoin you, they've hired individual contractors 20 plus million dollars to try to hack this coin to try to see if they can figure out any flaws in the coin they can't it's truly peer-to-peer -peer, individual just like me walking up to you and you trading bucks. me beaver hide for fucking shark teeth or whatever <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. like yeah. it's truly like an individual to the individual right and only those two people know mm. right and that's how it should be i feel like our governments are starting to overreach it's crazy they've been doing that for a long time they have you know it actually caused me to get my firearms license and my hunting license when i saw all the shit with covid going down i'm like hmm i got that shit when i was 13 yeah dude. Mm, good <laughs> for you bro because i was like i saw the the writing in the walls i'm like oh we are heading towards a very scary place i see like i have read the books i know how i know what communism is mm -hmm. you know what i mean i know what this could be um let me prepare like there was a time during covid dude where i was just like i was prepping buddy a lot of people were a lot of people were a lot of people were worried too um it was a weird time i think for everyone I think it was just a weird situation to walk in. I remember even as, like, us, like, our age. Yeah. Know, it was just, like, a weird thing. Because we never thought this could happen. No. We never thought, like, the fact of you being trapped indoors, which influenced a lot of either issues or 
things to discuss. Dude. When you were trapped in your house and all you're doing is scrolling through social media and anybody can post their their thoughts or their ideas, and especially if you're on a place like fucking Reddit, we talk about it all the time, <laughs> you can fucking find anything on Reddit, Dude, man. Reddit's a whole, right? Man. You can get lost. You can get lost in Reddit, man. Yeah. And uh, I, I started to learn more and more. Like, honestly, I didn't get Reddit to, like, the pandemic just because I knew he had it, and he was like, Jake, you want to <laughs> fucking find some shit, man? <laughs> I'm like, that's how I find most of my answers now, man. I just go to Reddit. I'm yeah, like, I know yeah. there's a motherfucker that researched this shit. I know there's uh, someone that looked deep into it. Yeah, right? Dude, right? Reddit's actually such a cool place. Yeah. Yeah, but it's definitely a rabbit hole. It's yeah. a rabbit hole. But yeah. I, I'm, my point with that is yeah, just, yeah. like, when you get shit shoved in your face and especially at a time that you were trapped inside and didn't even Alone, really know what was going on scared right? yeah yeah and you were just told to stay at home and just, you did you just, just twisting. right you were just trying to listen you were just trying to listen yeah. right and uh i don't know it was a weird time for everybody i think it was just yeah, a weird time that's yeah. all i was legitimately getting at but, bro, uh, fucking with a canadian system still waiting for my firearms bro yeah, well, you, you know, you have, they have to, the, they're, especially, did you just recently do it? No, dude, I got it back in December. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Still now, like, like, they're, they're, I know Canada, I don't know all of the gun laws now, but I know, like, but they're, they're trying to they're, change a lot of them. They're changing a lot of them. It scares me, buddy, because you look at every other, other, other place that took their citizens' ability to bear arms away, like Australia. Australia was a good example. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Australia a huge example. And, and what have these governments become, or have the ability to, to become, do. yes, to become totalitarian states. Camps? Yes, yes, exactly, right? Mm -hmm. Think about how the vaccine has been used to, to uh, separate people over the last couple I think of there's years. A, I think it's like a course of things, because it's like, you know, if you didn't think too much into the vaccine, they were like, "Well, we have something that in the news we can make people complain about." Yeah, it's like everything. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah, when yeah. you when you're race. distracted with other shit, whether it's race, whether it was like the uh, recently abortion thing in Texas. Yeah, or gender that, politics. Gender politics. It's it's whatever can distract you. Whatever can you put in your eye and make everyone argue about that the higher ups can do whatever the fuck they want right. because everyone's yeah, occupied. It's, it's, how they're, it's how they're getting away with all that Jeffrey F Epstein shit. You know, like, we, talk, yeah. we talk about this shit all the time on the podcast. Yeah, man. Dude, it's how they're getting away with it. They keep people brainwashed, dude. But like, like I was saying before, they used to keep people controlled with chemicals mm -hmm. and they're still doing that now. They're just doing it with better chemicals. They got everyone on fucking alcohol, nicotine and fucking SSRIs and they got them watching the news. They're brainwashing people, dude. They're making yeah. us cattle. That's why there's so many people out here saying like fucking, uh, you know, I feel like, uh, I, I, like there's sheep everywhere around me. In my job in my life as this young individual who can articulate his 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 his, his thoughts is to to try to wake people up. You you try, but you know what? Every most people are doing though is like they're just trying to follow rules and not be bothered. It's like uh, it, it's like when people don't have certain opinions on certain things. It's like they, you know, what's your opinion on this? Uh, like you know, especially old people, they don't even think about it. Nope. Like older, because they're not on social media, so they don't really have an opinion. So if someone nope. were to come up with them, especially now you see like all these, in, I don't even know what you want to call them. They're not influencers, but they're just people that go on the street and they want to start asking random people their opinions. Like that's a good idea for some reason. We should just start asking 
you know, just random people on the street who yeah. are not even who you put on the spot and make them answer and maybe not give them a chance to even articulate what they're trying to say. Right. And, you know, like, what, what's your opinion on this? And it's like, well, if I don't have an opinion and I or I don't think that much of it, it's like, well, you're kind of a piece of shit because this is a hard tackling issue when it's like. No, there's not, dude. There's still people in Flint that don't have clean drinking water, which yeah. is still wild to think about. But yeah. it's because everyone wants you to, like, take a team. Yeah, it's like, take a team. And you know what? There was take a, a team, there was yeah, a 98-year-old yeah. man. I, I, I honestly apologize for not remembering his name. But he go. There, there was a kid that asked him, goes, what quote can you give to the world right now that you think would bring even everyone together? And he said, I don't even think there's a quote that I could say that would bring anybody together in this time of need. Jeez. And a ni- 98-year-old man who's uh, seen the world from, you know, for 98 years, almost 100 years, let's say. And he's, think about what they've seen over X amount of time, right? Or even what they're blinded to because they could only be, there, there's even people I see at work that are a little bit older. And they, 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 they have to believe that the news would never lie to them. They that have to. They're, they're, yeah. Because, like, you know... Uh, there's a couple of individuals of the states dude. right there's there's, a, they've been indoctrinated if it's not news if it's not on the news then it's not really news so whatever it could be is fake yes right and it's, it's like fake. well if we looked into a little bit deeper on who runs these fucking news companies or new broadcasting right yeah. who runs all of them who are the people who are in charge of this oh this libertarian or this de- democrat this whatever you want to get into but have you ever seen that video where it's like uh Starts off with a single news station going like certain broadcast networks will produce information that is untrue or in doc, and then it just expands to two broadcasts in the same setup with the same speech, and it kept growing and growing, and eventually it's a hundred separate news stations doing the same information piece all across the country, word for word, overlapping each other perfectly, and it's like. Every, yeah, every company right? owned. But the thing is, I think a lot of people do see that, but it's like if you were to say something different, a lot of people wouldn't talk the way we're talking right now. No. Nobody would, right? Yeah. Nobody would. It Because it's like, this is crazy talk. This yeah. is this is crazy to even think like that. Why, why yeah. would you think like that? How could you think that the government could put you in harm's way? Well, bro, especially coming from the left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the left has been so... I'm one of those people who believe that both sides of uh, po- politics are necessary, the left and the right, right? It's like a bird, you know, and, and the left and the right are, are wings to the same bird. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys heard that before. But it's like the left has been manipulated by governments and, co- like, uh, corporations to make things happen. Mm-hmm. It's scary. It's very, very scary. And, and I don't associate myself with the right at all. You know, like like I said, I'm an anarchist, bro. I don't even think we should have government like this. Not at this scale, anyways. No. You know what I mean? I think we're best at, uh, you know, groups of 30 to 150 people where there are, like, your elders and they... Yeah, guide you through yeah, life. You're, you're right, though, in saying that because think about how often even people talk about wanting to get away from the city. Like, think about if somebody's lived in the city their entire life. Like, me and Chase have lived in Windsor our entire lives. I've never been really, I've never been anywhere else. But for some reason, every time I go to the county and I'm on someone's property, there's some sort of relief. There's like a a letting go. And I think maybe that's why we started talking about 
the ranch, ranch like as a future like mm-hmm. saying like mm-hmm. because it's funny when we were talking about it as like a joking matter but then as we talked about it more it was like no man i think this is something that i really want to do because i don't like being in here I, I i don't like confining yeah. to this dude I don't, it's something about i having to get away from people having that away yeah, time dude it's just it's just like me saying the the orcas at fucking sea world mm-hmm. and their fins being yeah, we're not in the right environment, man. We just aren't. We totally aren't. And if the if the mental illness can't tell you, if the mass shootings can't tell you, if all of this terrible shit that's happening around the world can't tell you, we are a species that is not living in its proper environment. It's an easy fix, I think, actually. You know, everyone talks about, like, what's going on. Not many people talk about what the fix might be. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a very Timothy Leary of me, but I would say, you know, if every politician were to take a hit of acid, we'd live in a very different world. Yeah. You know, just just to, to, to see things differently, to um, maybe see that we aren't all opposing each other. We have this big problem nowadays of people uh, putting themselves in groups. And it's separating us. We see that with uh, gender uh, politics, right. identity politics. We see that now, and, and like I, I, I get, I get gender uh, politics to an extent, but I think what it really is is um, us trying to like show love in the best way we can mm-hmm. but it's just like our system's so broken that it doesn't allow it that's yeah. honestly the best way i've ever heard somebody put it dude Thank like you. i really do i think that it do you think maybe um of finding these groups it's to be a part of something yes it's to be it's be to a be, part of a clan right it's yeah. to and Which, finding other people that agree with you and yes. finding these people Fa- it's about finding a, a, a tribe right we are tribal creatures we aren't city creatures we aren't fucking town creatures we are tribe creatures dude we have been anatomically modern humans for at least 300,000 years. That means that if we were to go back 300,000 years, we could teach someone from then how to use a computer and become a fucking insurance broker. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Right? We've been anatomically modern for that long. And only now has all of these things changed in the last, what, couple hundred years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's I, I used to be slightly political, but now I'm more fucking like anarchist. It's just you you look at it and it goes, okay, but the changes that would need to happen in order for this system we have right now to, work. to actually work and benefit people yeah. would never happen. Yeah, you know, that's where the, 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 the point of no return has, has been hit, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, there's going to be a reckoning. There is no doubt about it that there will be a reckoning, and I think we are seeing the beginnings of it, right? I think we are probably inbound for a recession that uh, is unheard of. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, we've got so many people just barely making it by. You know yeah. what I mean? And more people are living with their parents. Like, people aren't moving forward in their careers. People are st- staying stagnant. The way you have an economy that grows is you the old people phase out and retire and the new people take over and innovate. Mm-hmm. The new people aren't innovating no. anymore. Well, how are you when, you when you don't see any hope? Exactly. Especially at a time like this. What, what, what do you do when, you, especially as 
I know I, we just keep bringing up COVID, but it's like a big thing for us, especially well, this is, generation, bro, right? It's like literally shaped it, us it, it, uh, in a way. It's it kind of stunt a lot of people, and when people got stopped in their tracks, I yeah. think a lot of people didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do Dude, when so when I got stopped in my tracks. I I and I was off work for I, I wasn't off work for long because my business ended up getting deemed essential somehow. Anyways, yeah. um, but I was off for five weeks, and I remember just sitting there. Because it was supposed to be a two-week thing, and then we realized it had to be longer. Um, we didn't, maybe at that time, especially we didn't know a lot, yeah. but I always remember sitting there, and it's like, when, when when you realize that two years of your life kind of got stripped away, and that you not only could have made a lot of ground in those two years, but it just got stripped away from you, and you really couldn't understand why. Because you were like, well, we figured out a bunch, and it was all this. It was We had to hit certain numbers. Like, right, governments kept promising uh certain opening dates and when they yeah. weren't delivering it was like well what the fuck man right. and people started getting pissed off because now either they, they they're losing their job and they don't know what to do there's a lot of panic i think there was a lot of panic for a lot of people especially even for me man as someone that doesn't that uh i maybe i don't look into it that deep but like starting to think of like oh i got stunned on what i was doing on maybe good progress either i was making in my life you know, I don't think about just the gym all the time. I have other ambitions I want to do. I want to mm. achieve a lot, and especially in the time that I do have, especially while I'm young and healthy, and good. and it's keep and, and having maybe a good head on my uh, shoulders, especially that I'm very clear-headed now, uh, dropping all the baggage like I did when I started picking up the gym. Well, I, I know a lot of people. It's it's just like for for me, uh, when I was younger, I had a lot of baggage, and how I dealt with it was martial arts same thing with Jim and I'm glad that you have that thing man because a lot of people don't have that thing they don't they don't have that thing that 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 fulfills them in a sense come home and drink it's a lot of people's yeah, thing for a lot of people man it's, it's it's come home and get that bottle or get whatever the case may be have you ever taken a look at like how so how old are you guys I, I, I turned 23 on the 23rd okay so like I'm 26 right yeah and uh, I see like the generation below yours, like the people who are like 20, 19, 18, and I am absolutely terrified. Like everyone is just like so damaged, and mm -hmm. I'm wondering how, how as an individual can I make a change? How can I help? That's just because you want to help, though. That's just because yeah. you're that type of guy, and yeah. that's not. And honestly. Uh, I'll say that you probably need more people like that around that want to help you that want to improve there like you said about the there's even this big stigma of like it's weird like we ignore each other to get each other's attention especially in like a pity sense it's like mm -hmm. especially if you were to break up with someone at a young age I remember people do this did this all the time it was the fact that if you just broke up with whoever whoever your partner was yeah. it's to show them that you're doing better right it was like the fact, annoying. right? It's like I take a picture on Snap of me downtown. Look at the gratification uh -huh. that I have. Like I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time without you, knowing that you're maybe your ex or whoever may be on the other end of seeing that. That's your intentions usually, right? It's showing people that I'm having a good time. Look how good my life is. Yeah, it's just virtue signaling, and it's not actually like genuine. I feel like in like intentions like right. you know like there's all that stuff of like you know these influencers posting but come on like we know these people are human just like we are mm -hmm. yeah. yeah that's a good way to pun it man yeah yeah man you think it'll be a fast decline or a slow death um i think um 
will be seeing something a very slow decline. Yeah. Um, we are resilient creatures. I don't see the doom of our species. No. Um, but what I do see is a complete restructuring on how the human species works. Yeah. And I think it will take over the course of 60 years. And I think we are uh, just in the beginnings of it. I, I think within, you know, like, uh, call me doom and, and gloom, but I feel like we're going to see a lot of Canadians relying on food stamps mm -hmm. within the next year. Yeah. You know, bro, like, I'm... I, I feel like I make some decent money as a tattoo artist and I go grocery shopping and I'm like, there's no fucking way these eight items cost me $94. There's no fucking You're way. You're right, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I get exactly what you mean. I, uh, they got like fucking three microwavable dinners or rotisserie chicken fucking like instant rice. <laughs> like. Yeah. $94? Like, well, then you got a house on top of that, bills. Like, if eventually, oh once God, you get bro, that... Oh, my God, bro, you're telling me, yeah. listen, my fucking uh, rent is sixteen fifty, plus utilities, dude. And, like, we have two incomes in the house, but still, like... It's, it's a, like you're barely making like, yeah, it. Yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. She, she, my partner, she works a good job. She sells insurance, man. She makes good money. I make decent money too, and it's like still a struggle, bro. And imagine for everybody else. Think yeah. about what you just said. Imagine everyone else that maybe either is in a relationship and they're working, yeah. whatever the case may be. I'm yeah, not like shitting a on long, a min yeah, minimum yeah. wage job, but like that's just where you're stuck at. So how are you supposed to ever climb up? How are you ever supposed to climb up ever? Yeah, that's where the government wants you. They, they want you down well, they there. They want you to be a cog in the machine. Just making my it. Guy. Just, yeah, making, just it. making it, bro. You know, the fucking public schools were <laughs> actually designed to make workers, not thinkers. Mm -hmm. Right. That's why I was saying earlier, we live in the time of the entrepreneurial boom. It is the time for individuals. You think that's... A a lot of reasoning for maybe people waking up like th those entrepreneurs that do take that yeah you know yeah, yeah, they, yeah. maybe they see something like a flaw in the system like they yeah. look at it as a flaw in the system of being like i don't think this is right i think there's a better way to make money and a better way to not maybe being in uh in the in the realm of the government like i, I want to work out of that i don't want to work the standard nine to five like we said yeah, yeah man right it's, dude and then honest honest to god bro the best thing that's ever happened to me the fact that i don't i'm not a like scheduled i am the scheduled maker you right, know that's right. what i tell people they're like oh man you have a dream job and i'm like no no, no listen it's still a job and it's an intense one at that like i don't know if you guys have any tattoo artist friends but like you're putting your fucking soul into every line you pull you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that, every single time I'm touching someone with that needle, I know it's like I treat every line that I pull like it's the last fucking line I'm, like, I'm ever going to pull. And that's how you get good. You got to treat it as something sacred. And it's a very intense job. Sure, you know I only work 10 hours a week, which is fantastic. But in those 10 hours, mm -hmm. it's fucking... Dense. You want to have the, that person either have a good time and want to come yeah. back to you because now it's a client base, yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. You want those people to come back, especially you so fresh into it. Yeah. Okay. Imagine how far you're going to go in. Like, think about yourself in five years from now. Bro, I want to show that when you're 31. Dude, I want to show you the difference between like just the the. Why you uh why you pull out those pictures? I am gonna go pee again. Bro, actually me too. Okay, like, yeah. Dude, let's... We both broke the seal, man. Like, yeah, man. yeah, we broke the. Have you ever tried like ayahuasca or anything of like that? Uh, I've tried Changa.
Okay. You know what Chong is? I, I, Isn't it like uh, same idea but from a different spot? Yeah, Chonga is, uh, it's like a herbal mix that has dimethyltryptamine in it. And uh, I did it here in Windsor under a uh, shaman-type character who had just come back from living in the Amazon for six months. And um, uh, in the beginning of the ceremony, they fucking take like a, a, like a powdered nicotine with like a long tube and they it up your nose they like blow it up your nose and it hurts so bad dude but it gives you the craziest fucking head buzz you can imagine dude it literally makes your whole reality black like it's just like a vibration like a and it's supposed to clear your head before you go into the uh the trip and then the chonga you just smoke in a pipe and it's incredibly powerful. I mean, on New Year's, I also smoked DMT from a di- dab rig mm-hmm. while I was already on three tabs of acid, two CB, Jeez. two CB, and like half a bottle of Hennessy. Oh my goodness! What it's was New that Year's. like? What was that like? Tell us that. Chaos, bro. You know, um, I remember. So what? The, the, so I was already really, really tripping. Like I was like, like vibrating. My whole body was shaking, dude. Like I hardly knew what I was. You know, just going with the flow. And my friend Navita comes over, and uh, she brings the DMT with her. And uh, it, it was like, so she helped, because like I was inebriated, I couldn't really use my hands. She like helped me like burn it, you know, like you, you heat it up, and then you put the powder in the little, the dab rig, right? Mm-hmm. And then you like, fuck with it and whatever all and you start building the smoke and uh i inhaled it all didn't cough had it in for like a good you know 30 seconds and then when i blew it out within seconds i started feeling like uh intense electrical vibrations that were made like that that were presented as euphoria in my body but it felt like electricity rolling through from my toes to my spine and everything started to vibrate. I started to vibrate, the wall started to vibrate, and the vibration eventually became like like an unbearable noise. Mm. It was so loud, so overwhelming, that I closed my eyes and everything was white and all I could focus on was this, just like this intense vibrational sound. And I'm, I'm like, if I don't let go, I'm gonna go mad. I have two choices here. So I let go. And it was like, I found my space. I found myself in a space of complete darkness. And in this place of complete darkness, there's like no up or down. It wasn't like I was walking. I was literally like floating. And the only sensation I got, and I don't know how to quite say this in a way other than this, is that it felt like I was back in my mother's womb. That the ultimate uh, uh, female feminine love was surrounding me like Gaia like Mother mm-hmm. Earth something like that was holding me and it told me you know like hey it's nice to see you here you know you're not supposed to be here but while you're here here are some of the most beautiful things about this existence that you live in you know and I obviously my little monkey brain could not really hold any of that in. Yeah. I retained very little 
from it, but then I was dragged back to my body where I was like piled in my own sweat. And I asked how long I had been gone for, and I was gone for a whole eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, distorted time. Mm -hmm. you know, it was very beautiful. Yeah. Do you have DMT experience or any I've like heavy? You're talking about you have some decently like heavy hallucinogenic experiences. I, I haven't taken anything over two years now. Yeah. But uh, you know, back when I was doing it fairly regularly, I only had one one bad experience when I was doing it on a regular basis, mm -hmm. and that was just because I was trying to hold on so tightly to something that I knew yeah, wasn't like good for me at all. Yeah. Yeah, but. After I like been struggling for hours, which is trying to comprehend what I, what I had to understand, it, it like kind of clicks, and I was like, "Oh my God, what? Why was that not the first thing I thought of? I already knew that." Right. <laughs> yeah, it just takes a while for you to get the message. It sure does. I think the ego is generally that part of you that hi tries to hide the message from you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anything that's too alien for the ego, the ego will instantly dismiss. Or dislike. Mm. Yeah. Ego death shit. Is <laughs> ego death is the ultimate melodrama of the ego. Yes. Yeah. Have you ever experienced ego death? Uh, I mean, like, no. I don't think so. I've, I think I've experienced it. I think I was getting close. If I like instantly, I was just like, no, no, shut the whole fucking thing yeah. down. Dude, it's terrifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The only way I can truly describe it is imagine like the strongest animal on the planet like for me it was a bear uh, it's like a grizzly bear being on top of you pinning you down and eating you alive mm -hmm. it was the most surrendering experience i've ever experienced like, i literally had to give everything and like your ego is so strong it will trick you <laughs> it, it, there's multiple <laughs> tricks inside mm -hmm. the trip to let go it's like oh here here it is Nope, nope, here's, here's another, like, yeah. uh, monkey wrench, and uh, it's just, uh, it, literally, I, you lose your sense of identity. Everything is gone. Like, I had no clue what the fuck I was looking at when I saw myself in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Not a single clue. I didn't even understand what human was. It, it kind yeah. of felt like I had to go through so many different levels of trying to deteriorate what I thought of as myself. Yes let go of the parts that I hated, which was easy, uh -huh. and then looking at the parts that I loved and realized that even that had negative aspects to it. Right. That wasn't helping me progress and at those all. are much harder to let go oh, of. The it, things they that fought you back yeah. hardish. Like, mm. I don't, I'm not going to get into it. That's a lot. But it's just, you come out of it, and you're like, I have so much more of an idea mm -hmm. of who I am supposed to be, and so much less an idea of, how I'm going to get there and who I am right now. In an interior uh, perspective, at least. Yeah, so would you say that these experiences have guided you in life? I'm a much better fucking person now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Than I was before. Jake, have you, have you ingested these types Never. of compounds? What's, what's holding you back? Fucking nothing, bro. It's just like literally the lack of just, I was busy doing other shit. For a little bit. That's why he brought those mushrooms. <laughs> yeah. Well, I gotta say that on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my whole family listens to this now, but. Uh, oh, do they? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah, bro, uh, sorry. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. 
But uh, no, bro. There's not. There's nothing really. But I, I, I would like to. There, there's nothing really like I'm uh, necessarily afraid of. It's like I kind of want to kind of experience that. I think it would benefit you greatly. Probably would. You I hear a lot like of people. You have a mind that is seeking to grasp more information. I try, bro. Yeah. Just try to improve myself every well, day. That, that's what I think this is. I think this podcast is a reflection of the inside of your head. It's you want to learn more, and how do you learn more? You learn more through more individuals that are part of this whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've uh, I even said like to Chase the one day if you sometimes I'll go back and listen to like an episode. Yeah. And uh, even you now, the way you speak and how you articulate yourself is like how I would love to be, because I think about that and I'm like. If I'm listening to the podcast, I'm like, oh, I could, I could have fucking, you know, explained that way better. Like, there's, I could have got my point across way better than, you know, just not even whether it wasn't paying attention to what I'm saying, but I just could have artic- articulate uh, articulated myself better, way yeah. better, right? Uh, but there's things I do want to find out about myself. I think of it as, in the sense, though, uh, I want to work up to that. I want to have things, like, kind of lined up and then maybe have that experience and see where maybe the career path that I'm already going down, how it could either a improve it or improve myself, and what how I could be better to uh, the people around me, right? That's the biggest thing to me. I, I want to be able to. Uh, I would. I always tell my friends, uh, especially my especially my close friends, like I would feel ter- terrible if you guys couldn't come to me cool. for any reason. Like right. if there was a, a an issue that you thought was too hard to come to me, I just want to be able to. Maybe in the sense of what you want to do, right? You talk about how you want to help people all the time. That's the biggest thing. I, funny, I haven't talked to you in two, three years, mm-hmm. but a lot has happened clearly in that amount of fucking time, man. Oh, clearly, yeah. just from when we've been talking now. But think about how much you've probably grown since a person. That's only three years. Could you imagine if you still have the same mindset of wanting to get better and wanting the people around you to either enjoy your presence, right? Because that's all that matters, I think. I think it's about making it or whatever the case is. It's the people that are closest around you that you would, if I were to leave this earth uh, tomorrow, I would hope that it would would leave a good impression on the people around me that, you know what, it's a shame. You know how you hear like the, it's a shame how gone, how they're gone. They were such a good person. I would love everyone to speak about that with me. That's how I, that's why even uh, I think first interactions with everybody are better because I always have the mindset of you never know when you're going to meet this person again. Right. You never know. You could meet this person four years from now, and fuck, it could make a difference, man. Imagine if I was an asshole to you, we wouldn't be doing this right now. I know. Right? If then I hit you up, x yeah. amount of years later, hey man, you want to be on my podcast? Oh, fuck no. This guy was an asshole to yeah. me back in the day. Why would I fucking want to hang out with this guy? It's it's life is sacred, man. Every single day is a gift. Yeah. I remember my grand grandmother used to sing me this bedtime prayer. I forget exactly how it goes, but something along the lines of, if you know, if I don't wake, you know, pray my Lord. My soul to take. Yeah, it's very, very, very beautiful. And, you know, I remember just thinking at the time, and I was younger, like, like this is like such a gift that we're experiencing, and that every single day makes a huge difference. Every single day, right? You know, it, it's cliche, but like I try to live my life as this is the only day that I'll have. Because telling you earlier with tattooing, when I tattoo every line, it's the only stroke, it's the only line I'm ever gonna pull. You know, I try to live fully in the present. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that because uh, 
I don't know, maybe just the the friends I used to have back in the day and like knowing um well you are who you are through your experiences, right? And uh I don't know, I noticed that it could be your last day. Very well like I, especially uh, it's weird because I've had a weird like uh like the first big loss I've ever had in my life was when I was like 13 and I lost my uh, grandfather. That was probably the biggest because that that was like one of my best friends at the time, right? Uh-huh. Is like I would hang out with him every weekend. We go garage sailing, shit like that. And I remember like now you gotta, especially at that time, you gotta realize how you're gonna deal with this person not even being around anymore. And it's weird because it's been almost fucking what eight, maybe fucking what are we at now? What am I? Almost twenty three. That's ten years. Jesus, almost ten years now, right? It doesn't even feel that long ago. But I I think even like. You know, I've had a couple people fall down the uh, drug hole where they hit rock bottom. And it's, like, weird because you see that as, especially me growing up, maybe at a young age hanging out with these people, it kind of made me realize. Maybe it kind of shaped my brain early, realizing I didn't want to do this. Not to mention, like, I didn't really have the best friends, man. Like, especially when I started working out when I was 18, uh, the people that I thought were my friends weren't even happy for me losing my weight. Like, I remember I had one buddy uh, tell me, like, you lose a couple pounds and you forget who your real friends are. It's a wild, wild, wild thing. And that made me realize real quick I didn't want to fucking hang out with these people and these people didn't benefit me. And maybe it's just because, like, that's the way I always think. Like, I just, the way I think about shit. I think, I like to think, ideally, I think things in a broader perspective and, like, I kind of try to look at it from a different couple, like, a couple different angles. That's why it takes me a little bit to... Even if I'm trying to form a point, I try to look at it from this side, this side, this side, and then be like, okay, now I can give my opinion on what you're asking me. You, you have to, man. You know, like I say this a lot, is you have to look at everyone as if they're reflections of yourself. Mm-hmm. Even if point, they're huh? not, even if they're not, I believe that we are all reflections of each other, that we're all one process. Like the difference between me and you or just the atoms in between us yeah we're in a big sea of, of but it's uh it's it's a good good way to like uh, view things is when you look at other people as reflections of yourself instead of looking at ways to separate yourself from them you look at ways to love them mm-hmm. and when you look at others initially on ways to love them or to be better to them at the end you're being kinder to yourself works really well you find you see people in life where it's like when we were just talking about an individual you know where they're uh the victim always miserable though like they look for you know it's just uh, everything shit all the time mm-hmm. and i don't think that's a mindset to have i think that'll put you in a dangerous spot if you think like that all the time it's oh, like yeah. any it's really like anything no mm-hmm. matter what if you you think like my life sucks, this sucks, how can I make it better? Or not even not even that, they may even say, how do I make it better, but not even take action on it to make it better. Because maybe they know what's wrong, and they just have a hard time either letting go of whatever that issue may be. Man, you know, it, 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 it really, like, dumbfounds me how many people are stuck in... A similar kind of place mm-hmm. you know it's uh, a lot of people are in, in in like like I have this philosophy right if you are moving forward if you aren't growing if you aren't learning then you're dying 
honestly, it's a good thing. I, I can't surround myself around people that are negative all the time. I did it. For, maybe it's because I did it for so long that I realized my brain at uh, 17, 18 years old realized, oh, my God. I can't think like this because I'll get nowhere. Because look where these guys have been for the last couple of years, yeah. right? Because I was actually hanging out with people that were older than me. They were like 19, 20. Yeah, these yeah, were people yeah. that were getting me my alcohol when I would go out to parties, <laughs> right? And and I seen what these people were doing, and I was like, I don't want to be where they're at in X amount of time. Mm-hmm. I didn't want that. It, it, it You know, it, it depends what your upbringing really is, I guess. Because if you're just satisfied... Which I'm not saying you can't be satisfied satisfied with the little things. You can. But so, when there's no, like, initial urge to get better, it's like, yeah, that could be detrimental for sure. I think that can be detrimental. Yeah, man. Well, I'll tell you. Like, I was uh, with a group of uh, friends that I had maybe since grade 10, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm 26, so maybe up until last year, we were all, like, brothers and sisters to each other. And then I just, like, we had a falling out because I realized that their philosophy was like, listen, like, in a hundred years, everything I do is not going to matter anyway, so I might as well do fucking nothing. And I'm like, that's the worst fucking way to look at life. Because, like, I am, it's like, I am, I am a, I'm the, the, the main character. Some, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I feel, at least. Mm-hmm. Like, I experience my world through my body. <coughs> Right? If I'm just going to look at life with that pessimistic lens, I'm going to be miserable. So even though I love these people with all my heart, I had to separate myself from them because of their perspective and their philosophies on, on like, moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there was a quote that even said something about, um, you can love somebody and still miss them. Mm-hmm. Like Absolutely. you can definitely still love somebody that maybe you're not close to anymore, and not to mention, um, even if I've splitted my way from some of these people, I only hope nothing but the best for them. I really hope that they figure it out, and I hope they honestly do nothing but strive. And I hope everybody strives. No, I really do. I hope everyone finds what they want to do, whether that is working your nine to five and enjoying your hobbies. Great, do it. That yes. is your thing. You want to fucking o- you want to open up a business and start it and go full force at it, do it, man. Zoom out. Yeah, I, I'm yeah, telling yeah. you, we had that that podcast yesterday with uh, Anthony, our our buddy Anthony, and he's exactly right. He's like, do what you love, man, because in the X amount of time, it's not going to matter anymore. Think yeah. about how shit is forgotten all the time. We forget about shit a lot. Trust me, you wanting to do something and it failing is not the worst thing in the world. At least you gave it a fucking try. Right. At least you gave it a Dude, shot. And we're so young still. That's the thing. Like, I refuse. I, I refuse to be the people who are three quarters way through their life and all of a sudden they're having a midlife crisis. Mm-hmm. I refuse to be that individual. So I took the steps. I took the steps that not a lot of people our age do. You know, I threw myself into oblivion. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's even hard for people to, to, to put themselves out there um, because of social media. Could, a lot of people can't get judged because you have to read the comment. 
I always even said, no matter what, if I ever started this, I would never read one comment that was ever posted, ever, on this yeah. on this podcast. I'll never read a comment. I don't even read my own Instagram comments. Nice. I read nothing. I don't I don't want it to affect me at yeah. all. And, and not that, like, a comment would affect me, because I wouldn't care if some fucking loser texted me over a screen, because right. you know for sure you wouldn't say it to my fucking face. Exactly. Right? Like, and, and that's how I think of it. So, I think of... Uh, that's what I think maybe want me, me to start this is I don't give a fuck what people think. If people enjoy listening to our absolute nonsense, then great <laughs> fucking here it is. Here's the yeah. link, right? You know where to find it. Hell yeah, man. And, and I'm so happy for you guys that you can have this. I think I've probably said this twice already, but this is a beautiful thing. Like self-expression like this, this is art. There's yeah. no question about it. To me, for me, what I see in the space, the space, the the energy that you guys give off while I'm here this is this is artistic mm. this is something out of passion and the best things are made from passion so yeah like I'm really appreciative of you guys having me on yeah man do appreciate it yeah well shit anyone that wants to be on is welcome because I I always just like hearing other people. I think people are interesting, dude. Like I said, I asked you to be on because I knew you'd be interesting. I met you, you know, a couple years ago, and I thought you were interesting then. I still, and <laughs> even the people that I'm gonna that we're gonna have on in the next couple of weeks here, they're all interesting people. They're, yeah. There's a reason I ask these people, and it's it, it's interesting to hear everyone's view, right? right. I, I'm a big guy on just hearing everyone's view. Like, why not? Right, okay. man. That, that's that's the the beauty behind it. Kind of is that you get to see how other people live and how other people perceive their lives like you know like i'm living like a like a rock star right now <laughs> rock star <laughs> shit yeah man. you yeah. know what i'm saying right like i'm living as free as i can be you know yeah, and, and 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 that's a beautiful thing and that's my ride you know so uh but you know for you for, this is your ride right now man and i really hope you're enjoying it oh fuck i love doing it i tell him all the time that i love doing it yeah I know that he enjoys it. Yeah. It's the only thing I got. I, this is the only thing I'm, like, excited to do during my week. Wow. That's powerful, man. That's passion. <laughs> yeah, we get excited, dude. Yeah. It's a, it's a big thing. And even, like, we've had some of our buddies now talk about how they want to start one. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to do it. And I was that's like, do it, man. That's the beautiful thing about creation. Like, I, I'll, I'll tell you, you know, ever since I started this journey as a tattoo artist, other I'll see other artists journey and then i'll reach out to them and i'll be like hey like here's some pointers you know like because yeah. now i just want everyone to have what i have i'm not scared that someone's gonna take it away from me i want everyone to have what i have because i've i've you know i wouldn't even say i worked for it it almost kind of fell in my lap to be honest with you but all the work that happened was up in my mind right you know that's, that's where the real battle goes on, I think. Right, but it's mm-hmm. like when your community strives, you strive. Yes. Right? Like, even, like, going back to, we've always said we think colleges should be free. Could they you imagine be how beneficial it would be if you if the government funded colleges and had, you know, there would be no hesitation to get an education? Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be. And what it, would, what it would come to is that people would be more passionate about what they pursued. Right. Instead of people um, taking business just because it's uh, applicable to so many different things, or you know, uh, you know, in Windsor, like every fucking woman you know that's our age is becoming a PSW or a nurse. 
You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm almost positive that, you know, not all women want to deal with shit. That literal shit. old people. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, you know... So I feel like if education was, it, what I'm saying is that makes money. Yeah. You know what I mean? But if people had a choice, think about how many people nowadays would be studying maybe like psychology. Yeah. I feel like psychology would probably be one of the most studied uh, things if it wasn't all about money. Mm-hmm. Because the study of psychology is to understand ourselves, yeah, our mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and, and there's a lot. Uh, there's not a lot of that happening no. in our world. Kind no of felt, like, felt like it was stunted a while ago. Yeah. Like as soon as people were making livings and becoming famous off their philosophical ideas. Because yeah. in history, it's always been like people would put out their thoughts and perspectives. And then they were like hunted down and killed because they didn't follow like the norm. Mm-hmm. But that brood innovation of people saying like, well, why'd they kill that guy? Maybe he was kind of on to something. You know what I mean? It's Probably the same reason they crucified Christ, you know. Yeah, yeah. His man. opinions didn't go uh, within the norm, and people well, started dude, subscribing to it. The whole story of Jesus, to me, is even as someone who's not like a follower of Christ, is pretty interesting, right? Like, back when Jesus was around, being a carpenter was like a high-end profession. You know, mm-hmm. if you were a carpenter back in Jesus's age, bro, you were balling. Like, right, you, you were like you, the shit. You, you had the yeah. best camel. Yeah, 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 you got that new yeah, racist stripe. That the new camel, like, yeah. fucking version two, right? Yeah, they just released it. They just yeah. released it, bro. As it's like, fully loaded. <laughs> <laughs> fucking 4 uh, by 4 Has two water packs. Gets, you know? you out of the, gets you out of the mud. And, like, yeah, you fucking lift in. <laughs> right? But no, but, but, but this is what happened to Jesus, right? So Jesus was like this man who had everything he could have asked for materialistically wise. He was young too, and what did he decide to do? Just get lost in the fucking desert. He literally just vanished. Mm-hmm. Came back after years and years and years, and he's like, you know, I have figured out that God is within me. I am connected. I am the Son of God. Mm-hmm. But where I think with the the Christians got it wrong like, was oh, they think, is. oh, only Jesus that guy. is the <laughs> Son of God. I think we're all sons and daughters of God. How could we not be? Mm-hmm. We are a conscious creation. We are aware of what is going on. That is a work of intelligent design. For mm-hmm. anyone to deny that is a God, isn't God's work, I think they have some soul-seeking to do. Yeah, but again, where I was going with the story about Jesus, Jesus came back, realized he was one with God. The same story with Buddha. Buddha, yeah. Buddha was born into a rich family, had everything, you know, and uh, went on his own to figure shit out, separated, stripped things from himself that were important, his identity, shaved off of his hair. That's why monks shave their hair, because your hair is a big uh, indicator for your identity, right? Mm -hmm. When you shave your hair, what what do you look like? You know what I mean? It's kind of just an ape. Yeah, (laughs) kind of just like an ape, exactly. (laughs) It strips you of your identity, right? Mm -hmm. When you take off the, the beard, take off the hair, what are you? It humbles you. Right, so that's why the monks do it. But Buddha was just another one of those men that, that, that you know, left, stripped themselves of everything, found their way back, and said, "Yo, yeah, I am connected We're all to connected, the source code." Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, it's like I, I always say the same thing: is religion is good because they all have almost the same message. Mm-hmm. 
organized religion pretty bad because it's usually just like a means of control. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah. bro, the, the the Catholic the Catholicism has been a control uh, mechanism for years. Forever, forever, bro, man. Like they they've been burning books, you know. Like people are trying to do medicine with psychedelics thousands of years ago in the medieval ages and these people were viewed as witches like have you ever heard of the salem witch trials yeah, yeah the, the theory behind the salem witch trial is basically that these female healers um had basically given uh a few people bread that was infested with ergot which is a um ba it's basically natural lsd like it's a precursor to lsd uh, but ergot's like, like you can get you really sick, give you gangrene and all that kind of shit yeah, too. Well, but basically, what happened was a whole town of Salem. Everyone was just tripping balls because they ate some bad bread, and then these women healers were like killed for it. Yeah. Oh man! And then eventually, I, what I know about the trials is like, there was just some like nine, ten-year-old girls that were just pointing people out. Yeah. Be like, that's a witch. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't the folks even burnt? Yeah. Like the uh, first books written were just about to how to find witches, wasn't it? It was like how to identify a witch. Mm. Like maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah, that's a witch right that's there. That's a witch right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. You won't go out with me. I guess the village is gonna know you're a witch. Oh man, uh, what is your view on witchcraft in general now? Well, I think our minds are powerful, powerful things, and you know, I'm not quite sure. If you can uh, put energy into objects, I'm not sure. But, but you can I tell it, you yourself put a meaning to that object, and it takes it has, on energy. It of takes its own. on that meaning, mm -hmm. right? It's all subjective, right? Yeah. But I think witchcraft and the means of like uh, personal witchcraft for yourself, or witchcraft in regards to like doing malicious shit against witchcraft others. as in like. Good for yourself. Good maybe. for yourself. So yeah, like yeah. modern day, like witchcraft is indistinguishable from spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. That's just a different name for it. Different name. But that's why, I don't know, some people are like, why is there a witch store in town? I'm like, just let people enjoy things, first yeah. of all. And second, it's, they're just trying to find their own meaning and understanding of the experience. Yeah, because a lot of, I think a lot of people know that God's within them. It's just... The problem they have is they can't access that. Mm. So you have our generation, they're all into their fucking crystals and shit, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, that's fantastic. I mean, for me, like, I'll do kundalini breathing or I'll fucking sit in a sauna for three hours. And that was actually my first ever psychedelic experience. We talked earlier about how I wrestled. Um, was sitting in the sauna to cut weight. Like, uh, uh, I was walking around at a, about a buck, a buck 62, and I had to wrestle at 125 pounds. What the fuck? Yeah. And I made the weight three how, times. How many days out? Uh, I would start cutting a week, a full week. Fuck. Yeah. That is so much weight to lose. Yeah, and oh the only thing I would eat, I would eat no carbs or very, hardly any carbs. Um, two days out, it would just be like a chicken breast and like a protein shake and like super greens. That'd be the only water I kind of had in the morning. So I'm dehydrating myself slowly. And then the day of cutting, I would, or the day before, I would water load myself. I would drink like fucking three gallons of water. Next day, early morning, I put on a garbage bag on my legs. I'm going to put on a sweater, go to the fucking good life on, uh, 
I don't even know where, Southwinds or whatever, and uh, just lose 30 pounds in a in fucking couple hours. And like, dude, I, I went into a meditative state like where I was separated from my body and my body told me, it's like, well, I was releasing shocky proteins, which are what your body releases when it thinks it's dying, which often causes psychedelic experiences yeah. in the brain endogenously, right? So without any like drugs, it's just like what your body already has. And your body produces DMT, by the way, if you yeah, guys didn't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, like I remember just sitting there and realizing like I was so part of it. I'm like, oh, I could die doing this. <laughs> hmm. I'm still going to do it because I want to strangle some people tomorrow. <laughs> you got to make that weight, man. I got to make that weight, bro. Yeah. And, and I can tell you, man, there's nothing like making weight and being the biggest motherfucker there because <laughs> you cut the most weight, bro. Everyone in my weight class was like short and stocky and I was tall as fuck. Everyone's like shredded. Oh. Yeah, we're all wait, waiting in the wait uh, in lines for offset. And everyone's just kind of getting like a view of like who's in their weight class. Oh, what are you wrestling at? What are you wrestling at? People would ask me what I'm wrestling at. And they're like 57. They're like, shut the fuck up. There's <laughs> 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 no way. Yeah, I was the biggest 57 guy there. Damn, you bro. I mean? that's, uh, that's crazy. I Again, uh, I remember you did wrestling. I just didn't know it was to that like... Bro, I was Extent, good. Yeah. I was good. Dude, I fucking, I think in my whole officer run, I only gave up four points. Whew, and I, that is good. Yeah, and I was not seated, which means they did not expect me to do well at all. And on my way to gold, I had to fight the first, uh, this the second and the first. So I first fought, so this was in semifinals, I fought the first seated individual. Okay. And I upset him. Bro, I had so many like like eyes peering at me like from different colleges and universities, right? And then um, that was uh, off the semifinals, and then for off the finals, I pinned them both, which is like the <laughs> ultimate form of debating someone in yeah, wrestling. Yeah, pinning them for pinning sure. Pinning them, it's just like I am dominating. <laughs> like there's nothing you can do about <laughs> it, bitch. I am on top of you, and you can't. Shoulders move me. are pinned. Your shoulders are pinned to the ground. I am absolutely in a, the dominant position, right? And that's what wrestling is all about—is to like be the dominant individual. So those cool. Wrestled for York University for a while. Wasn't my thing, or I just didn't know how to take care of myself, I guess then. But yeah, going back to like how sitting in the sauna was like my first psychedelic experience correlates to how I think like. People can have these spiritual experiences without doing the drugs. Like, I think we've spent a fair amount of time today talking about drugs and, yeah. Oh, yeah. and how they change your life. But I think these uh, spaces can be reached without it, can mm -hmm. be reached through breath work, can be reached through working out, can be reached through, you know, like sh taking cold, cold showers even. Have you yeah. ever taken a freezing cold yep. shower? Yeah. Christ. What about the plunges? What do you think about the plunges that people do? People find a lot of like mental, um, like a lot of weight off their shoulders when they do that. Weirdly, like yeah. you think that's because it's yeah. something challenging. Yes, or the Cairo Cairo uh, containers where they yeah. shoot yes. really cold air at you. Um, yeah, man. I, I think these are experiences that uh, all release shock heat proteins which your body releases when it yes it's dying so when those chemicals are released your body is just uh 
embraced in endorphins and chemicals that it normally isn't. And it connects the brain more intensely. It connects parts of the brain that normally wouldn't be connected. That's what psychedelics do as well. That's why, like in the sauna, I was remembering things from my childhood that I had previously never remembered. You know? Yeah. It's that powerful. Like, like I remember, like, you know, even after winning off, so, like, being in such a clear mind space. Like, remembering things about, like, in vibrancy. I remember I used to sit in my grandparents' backyard and their uh, Rottweiler, huge Rottweiler, would just, he didn't like anybody, but he loved me and he would, like, sit guard while I played in the sandbox in their backyard. If anyone even walked by, it was just, like, some small memory that I had no clue I even remembered. It was trapped back there. It was trapped, yeah, and when you have these experiences that release these chemicals endogenously in your body like they're very good for you like if listeners like if one thing i i, I can bring to you guys is to uh find a way to have these chemicals released in your body like rather that be through uh you know chemical use or that be through the use of asana or uh, guided meditation um, these are things that are very, very powerful. Um, recently, me and my partner, every morning when we wake up, we go uh, onto our porch and we do about 15 minutes of guided meditation where it just kind of like walks you through your breathing. It says, hey, watch your breathing, you know, see where your thoughts are taking you. You know, it's very, very powerful. And it's like, holy shit, it's calming me down. Not to mention, I've also started a microdose. And if you're not someone who's interested in macrodosing these chemicals, microdosing is a good way to get into it as well. You take a sub-perceptual dose, which essentially means a dose where you're not going to fucking visualize anything. It's just um, a slightly, like I would say it's a neurotropic. Mm -hmm. works in a way where it, it, it connects your, your synapses a little better. It uh, connects your brain a little better. And... Uh, for me, I notice things like, oh, wow, like, I didn't open up my the door for my girlfriend. Like, just a small little thing. Yeah. Like, oh, shit, like, it makes me a little more attentive. Mm -hmm. And it's so hard to stay attentive because we're always all distracted. Yeah. yeah. That's a good fucking point for sure. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's get into one more weird thing I want to ask. Yeah. Space, dog. <laughs> we talk about space all the time on this okay. podcast. What do you think? Like what do you what is you, what are you most fascinated with? I think with? I'm gonna give you an answer that you've never had before. Oh shit! Yes. All right, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Go get weird. So, um, there's this uh, you know theory or uh, saying, um, uh, "What is above is so below as above." Yeah. So. And I take that to the literal sense, right? That. Uh, we could easily be just cells in a bigger cell. You know what I mean? That's you know, I was telling the story about the acid and how the acid told me I was I will return to the sand. Mm -hmm. Which that's powerful. Which I am literally a grain of sand, if not less than. Yep. You know what I mean? So and for a human, the difference between a human and a grain of sand is huge, right? So what is above is below. The stars could be just cells as we could just be part of a larger organism. You know, and psychedelics have shown me this, like as literal pages in a book, you know. Mm. Um, and, and it's crazy to think that even our own bodies aren't really our, our own. Like if you look into our stomach, our stomach is actually a whole fucking ecosystem. Yeah. 
you know so so is that many are parts of our body like you know we've got those little fuckers that swim around in our eyeballs like yeah. everything has purpose like we are like a city mm-hmm. you know we're not just an individual yeah yeah that's a, that's a cool way of looking yeah, at it. Yeah, man. It's a, it's truly what is above is, is below. Like, the, the sun is the heart, the, the power cell that is guiding everything. And, you know, maybe we can only perceive the sun as a celestial object because that's what our consciousness is set up to see mm-hmm. it as. Or can only see, you know what I mean? How there's, like, some things you experience in the psychedelic experience that you can't explain yeah. in monkey language? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like that. Like, that, that sun could be a heart for one individual, a mouse. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And, and that mouse could be, like, forever, like, infinitely larger. That mouse could be in a, on a planet, and this planet also has a sun. Yeah. Like, it is, it is forever looping. Like, infinite is truly infinite. It never ends. Like, it goes up and it goes down. And time is not, uh, this also has to do with space, is uh, time is a construct that we make, right? Yep. So you ever watch the movie Interstellar? Oh, I'm sure uh, you know. <laughs> We talk about this at least once an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you got to start listening to our episodes because I feel like all we talk about is Interstellar on this podcast. Yeah, I got you guys all, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah we, me and him watched it last Sunday after we got done our podcast. You guys should also watch um, Arrival. Arrival? Oh, yeah. Arrival. Oh, so beautiful. Is that with the... Where the interpreter figures out the alien language, and it's a language that is not bound by time. time yeah. So she starts to see the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very beautiful. But as a watcher, you think you're seeing the past. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. And then you realize that, I, because she's the best, the most qualified linguist for this, when they send her up to communicate with these aliens, and these aliens have dropped all over the world, right? Beautiful movie, bro. Every time I watch it, I have to hold back my tears. Super powerful. A lot like Interstellar, but where I was going with that is like, like, time isn't linear, bro. Like, if hypothetically speaking, if you could travel far enough in space and had a telescope strong enough to look back at Earth, there would still be dinosaurs roaming around on Mm -hmm. Earth. That's fucking crazy. That's facts. Like that, that. That is not like a theory. That is for real. That is how time works. Yeah. Well, it's like if you look up in the night sky, most of the stars are seeing are dead. dead. Yeah. yeah. I, I had to explain that the I had a bonfire at my place yesterday. I had to explain it to my brother's friends. Oh, good. While they were tripping on mushrooms. Yeah. I'm glad, that went <laughs> over I'm great. glad you said that on here. Thank oh, you. Ah shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, like I said, I had to explain that to them. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had to explain that. Like, yeah, no, half the stars are like dead up there. Yeah, they're like, you're, huh? s- you're, you're seeing light that's, that's that's literally not there anymore. There. Right. Yeah. But that's how it's, vast it is. That's how infinite it, it is. How long it takes to reach your eye? It's like. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's uh, that was a theory presented in uh, old philosophy, like Nietzsche, Nietzsche's theory mm-hmm. of internal eternal return, mm-hmm. where it's like. You experience this, you move to the next, you experience that, you move to the next. Yeah. And it's just one big loop. And eventually you just assemble into the same atoms you like uh, you and I are right now. Yes. And we have the same experience again, it, and that continues it, for... It seems like this whole process of creation from the single-celled organisms from, uh, you know, millions and millions of years ago, it seems like this whole process of evolution is for the subject to become aware of itself. Mm-hmm. And we are that. We have a lot of responsibility on our hands because we are that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Like we are part of that. I think dolphins are probably also pretty self-aware. I mean, look at these things. They can fucking speak using sonar. Yeah. They have different dialects. They will actually help people who get washed out on the sh uh, into the ocean by tsunamis. They have empathy for other species, which is like you have to have high level of reasoning yeah. to do so. But we are one of these species on Earth that has evolved this 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 mechanism yeah and it seems like that's the purpose of it all it's like uh it's almost like I, I feel life is like this whole thing of god playing a game of like uh, like john john doe or hide and seek mm -hmm. like oh, oh oh you start and now you're getting more and more and more aware and more aware this is the process of enlightenment that yeah. the buddha talks about through your reincarnations and eventually you come to the point where you know it mm -hmm. and the cycle repeats yeah Right? It's a very beautiful philosophy. I don't, I don't, mind you, I don't like really abide myself to any of these. I have so many different it's philosophies so many different that I things I that follow. I think I know are true. Yeah, but it's I never want to confine myself just to one. Yeah, idea you can, bro. That that's just that's just, it's just like we were talking earlier. All these people getting like attached to their 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 their. their um, way of thinking, their way of ideology. thinking. Their, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they're not open-minded enough. It's uh -huh. like I can only think this way. And if any, anyone convinces me to think any other way, they're the enemy, they're the problem, yes. they're the issue. Oh, causing um, all this separation we're experiencing. Right, and yeah. right, like I said, I've, t I, I've talked about him on the podcast, but like the kid that it's blue no matter who, right? Like yeah. that, uh, uh, like I'm going to even vote for somebody to run the country that I don't even agree with. Oh my God. Now, see, I'm going to ask you one crazy question. Now, what do you think of Canadian politics? Let's get into specifics. I don't, I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough to speak on it. Like, I couldn't get into a debate with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know okay, that... Okay, then what are your, like, views on the current state of our government? You I, know, at least not, not speaking from any sort of side. Just, like, how do you see our government right now? And uh, how do you think this is going to play out? Like, I don't know how it's going to play out, but all I can say is I know that the people that we've had recently are doing a shit job. Oh, yeah. They're not doing good. Um, and I think, uh, not to mention, just, like, the younger generation doesn't really follow politics ever. Like, their whole news feed is, like, girls shaking their ass for TikTok and fucking just whatever or Andrew Tate put it in front of their face. Yeah. They don't know nothing else that's going on. Yeah, bro. Like, I know people that have zero, like, literally zero clue of, like, who... Who's Justin Trudeau? Like, I've had people ask right. me that while I'm at a party. And it's like, the guy that's literally running our country right now, man. Like, yeah. what, what do you mean? You, you have no understanding of what's actually going on. No. Like, everyone's just so curious on what's going on. So I think, honestly, it's a detriment for the younger generation because they actually don't even know what the fucking country's doing. Because they're so worried about everything else of what, what who's fighting who. Yeah, or dude, what, they're more worried about what their gender is, bro. Yeah, like, like uh, instead of the people running the country. It's crazy. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's a, uh, you know, like we, we mentioned it earlier. Like, I, I think there's a lot of messed up things happening in the inner workings of our world. But uh, it uh, will all go as planned. You know what I mean? Like, uh through my life journey, I've learned that you can't live life in fear. Can't. And even with all these prospects of, uh, you know, our government looking not that good, um, good things will come. 
and uh, change starts in the individual as well. If the individual is anxious, if the individual is scared about the future, uh, then the collective will also be scared. You, you, what's that saying? You are the change you want to see in the world. What is that? Did I say that right? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I agree with that, though. I do believe it starts with you, like your mindset. Yeah. If you, th I, we've said it again in these last almost three hours now, that you have to start with your mindset on what you're going to fucking do, mm -hmm. on how you're going to better yourself. Because it's, like, again, it's so, people come to me with, I call inconveniences. They're not problems. They're just inconvenient for you. Yes. It's just something that happens in your day and you're upset about it's it. It's just a delay. It's just a delay. But yes. it doesn't matter because w what's the next day going to be like? It's just you recycling that day. Yep. That's all it is. And for the most part, that is everyone's day. The yep. Most of the day is just a recycle. Like, it happened. Like, you know, I go to work. I do this after work. I come home. I relax. I go to bed. And it's the same thing for, what do you want to say? 45 fucking years. Yeah. Right? Get 45 years. You have the occasional happiness. I think that's what a lot of people chase. I think that's a lot of people's high. Right. Yeah, it's is a destination happiness, bro. It's that going on a vacation once a year yeah. or whatever the case may be. And I'm not shitting on that. If that's yeah, what you want to do, yeah, yeah. that is totally... That but is it's not your thing. But it's just not me. Yeah, 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 I feel you. And, but I, and I think this is the transition that's happening in our generation is that no longer are we okay with just having that vacation yeah. we are starting to realize that the system itself is why the individual is having problems right so if the system is causing the individual problems the individual is going to fight back so that's why we're here right now even having this conversation is like-minded individuals get together to slowly change like it's conversations yeah. like this that change the whole sure we are so tiny and insignificant but it's little gatherings like this where uh, collective parts of the hive mind get together and discuss these topics where the whole begins to heal or adapt that's what we saw happening in the 60s and the 70s in the counterculture things were changing and the government literally waged war what did yeah. they say public enemy number one are drugs mm -hmm. yeah think about what kind of world we'd live in if the 70s was successful can you imagine that i can't even begin to think about it right because it would be so different it would be nothing about none of this would be i i think i think we'd be much more i think we'd be a uh carbon neutral um, species. I think we'd probably already have a colony on Mars. Yeah. yeah, I think we would know that we would need to spread our seed, which is what we're doing now, but I think we're much too late. Our energy sources are not powerful we enough. We've wasted too many resources. Just yeah, and then the geniuses that have been around, like for some reason they're killed off, like that one motherfucker who made a car that ran on water. Oh, like the three yeah. motherfuckers that have made cars that run and on water? And, and then, then they die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same shit. That, 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 that's, that's what a corny capitalism is it's, it's, it's broken capitalism and that's kind of what we live in like if you would ask me yo yo tyler what, what's a what's a better system fuck i don't know like every time socialism's tried it's failed yeah uh, you know uh, every time you know a totalitarian regime runs it runs for a time and then it gets taken over and then it right. fails and then it fails yeah <laughs> right you know, like, uh, I, I think right now our society is very reminiscent of, like, the Roman society, where they devalue their money. Yeah. 
we and, and that's what eventually caused the, the collapse yeah. yeah the in in the romans dude they had it they, they had almost, philosophy bro they, they almost had, had it dude yeah. they were like pretty close and then they're like yeah let's just go to the catholicism that'll work out yeah uh, monotheism that sounds sick uh, dude yeah <laughs> hey, you just want to give me some of that on absolutely uh, yeah, yeah man yeah just just a wee bit i got so, no ginger ale left you want some of this or no of uh, the uh coke no yeah. No? No, no, no. Here. Why not? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. There have been many great civilizations. They all seem to fall one it's after a, the it's other. It's a cycle. Yeah, yeah, it's like we're constantly just trying to find out what works best. But we we never stop halfway Salute. through. Salute. We never, like, kind of go, maybe this isn't working out. We just go until it fucking dies. Well... We're definitely, you know, like, ignorant to think that we that we can't just... We, we could easily wipe ourselves out. Oh, Easily. Yeah. And within 18,000 years, 20,000 years, there would be nothing. And our ancestors, the few that survived, the people who would survive a global ca- ca- a catastrophe mm-hmm. would be, like, hunter and gatherers. Yeah, the cycle would repeat. Yeah. The cycle would repeat, when, bro. When shit hits the and fan, you're going to go to those motherfuckers that know how to survive. Yes. I'm not going to go to the motherfuckers that are, no. you know, doing yeah, whatever. Accounting. Count- yeah, you're not going to go to a fucking accountant and be like, help me. You're going to go to that motherfucker living in the uh, woods. He's been living off the land, doing what he enjoys. Dude, that's what I'm trying right? to do. Like, I, I was telling you earlier that, like, you know, as much as I consider myself, like, a pacifist and, like, a hippie, um, like, I, I've, I've started hunting. And I've started hunting because I realized that this is the way that life is. Energy consumes energy, mm-hmm. right? Life eats life. And you can either be ignorant about how you get your meat to the table, mm-hmm. or you can be a man, take the steps you need, and get it yourself. Mm-hmm. You're right. And uh, the people that, you know, you, you hear, uh, I feel like a lot of hunters, maybe because I follow it a little bit, but a lot of hunters get shit now and shit for oh, hunting yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually, it does come from, don't get me wrong, the, the vegan lack. community. Like w- the vegan, just vegans. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They yeah. get bad, but I, I remember there was someone that would, was arguing about it and they had the audacity. And, it, and I remember it was like something to do with their story a couple of hours after they posted of shitting on some guy that was hunting. Mm-hmm. They were out to five guys eating a burger. How do you think you got that fucking burger, you fucking moron? Right. right? It's, you're gonna, you're, it's you're hypocrisy, gonna... bro. And it's even worse than hypo- hypocrisy, right? Because they've shown that cows are smarter than dogs, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we keep these animals in these pens, like literally prisons. They can't move. They get It's disgusting. Yeah. You know what I mean? We do the same thing with pigs, same thing with chicken. And then they, they genetically modify these animals with steroids. Then we eat them. And then all of a sudden, there was never allergies before. And now everyone's allergic to everything. Oh, 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 wait, that's great for big pharma. Oh, inhalers, big money. Mm -hmm. Bro, like, I have have asthma, and one of my inhalers is $300 monthly. What? Yeah, dude. Because you you need that to breathe. I need it to breathe, dude. For the longest time, for like two years, I couldn't figure out the... I thought I had anxiety couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on with me i just couldn't breathe you just weren't breathing i just weren't i wasn't breathing getting right that there. air back yeah dude yeah, man. you know what caused it smoking a lot of nicotine yeah yeah that's usually my what does whole it. breathing up dude i had asthma when i was a kid i wrestled 
I got rid of my asthma, and then after that, I started smoking the nicotine, bro. Fuck me up. And that's usually what gets a lot of teenagers to stick with, like, the vapes and shit now. I don't know if you, you vape all the time, but I know, I see the kids don't with the... Don't vape at all. They, oh, that's they, a good man. They, they, it's a good thing, man. Um, you know, there's a lot of science behind it, too, about getting popcorn lung, shit like that. It's not good. I, and I hate the argument of, oh, it's better than a cigarette. Not really. If you're smoking three times the smoke that you're getting, like in that vape yes. versus cigarette, you're gonna argue. Smoking your lungs is smoking your lungs, sm- right? It doesn't right. matter whether you're smoking pot, whatever you're smoking, smoking your lungs is not good. So, so whenever you smoke anything uh, and it's absorbed by your lungs, basically, there are these things that your body has to deal with called like free radicals, like things that get absorbed into your body that can cause things like uh, cancer or a mole per se right and whenever you smoke or even if you're by a campfire for a long time in fact the carcinogens you're breathing in they're harmful when you're vaping at least for me i was chasing that head buzz i was that's why people take the biggest hits they can yeah dude just fucking killing myself for it you know for what like 30 seconds of uh oh, yeah oh, dude, man. I'm, dizzy. Yeah, I'm dizzy man yeah. yeah we sound like how old people describe stoners right now i bet way. i bet <laughs> yeah. yeah except now all the old people are fucking Smoke doing pot, pot yeah. because it's legal now it just took them a minute oh my god it's hilarious it's funny dude. that's all i've seen the dispensaries now is old people yeah man i remember my uh so when Justin Trudeau was coming in, one of his promises was uh, legal marijuana. That's the only good thing he did, Yeah, right? yeah pretty much. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. yeah. So uh, um, I remember my grandparents, they were like, oh, he's like the marijuana kid. These are, these are like Portuguese, you know, very classic <laughs> European. Yeah. You know, uh, the, the whole country is going to go under... You know, but that's how they thought. And now they're the ones on CBD oil. <laughs> no, no, it was yeah, yeah. like yeah. every every older person's used the CBD oil and all of them. Everybody. Like, this, this is great. <laughs> Everybody. Yeah, Even yeah, my yeah. grandma now, she does it for her arthritis. Yeah, She dude. didn't do it for the longest time. She got legalized. What's she doing now? Of yeah. course, right? Right? Dude, people listen to Big Brother. Let me tell you, I'm an anarchist. I am an anarchist, dude, from, from the core. Like, any way I can, I finesse the system. Finessing. I've been finessing for a while. Like, we keep it low key, bro. But like, I've always been finessing the system, and somehow, yeah, I never some shape my taxes or form. Either. Yeah, committed tax fraud. I get it, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it exactly what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying. Yeah. <laughs> Taxation is theft, yo. Yeah. But we said facts. I wanted to start a business and commit tax fraud, so it's my goal in life <laughs> yeah. as well. <laughs> you but, can't give them everything they want. No, right, man. They expect too much. They do expect too much. School should be free. Medication should be free. We should just be free, yeah. We should be free. We should be living and hunting and dying in in the wild, you know. And we shouldn't be living as long as we live. That's another thing, too. Yeah, I was thinking about the other day. We we do this thing in in our, our culture, Western culture, where they focus too heavily on, like, the preservation of life and not the quality of life. How many old people do you know that are like fucking zombies? They're still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That that person who can no longer vouch for themselves, or do you think they're having a quality, a quality life? I'm not sure. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not, man. Yeah, we are so parted from nature that we don't die of natural causes. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. It's uh. That's the thing, though. They were saying that. Uh, 
50 or so years, the life expectancy will go up to 130. And it's like, that is, I don't know. That might be too long. Dude, I'm hoping to make it to 75. Yeah. That's the goal, yeah. Yeah, 75, call it quits. Yeah, I think that's a fair amount of time for me to be here. Mm. Yeah, and I've also kind of seen it. I've seen my own death. Yeah, that's kind I've of crazy. You, you. you want to you want to talk about that or no? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Spit well, I definitely know. We're already we're already weird about it for like yeah, the yeah. last three hours. You must just I keep know. going at this well, point. Well, no. Um, this was for my twenty fourth birthday. I took t- uh, eight tabs of uh, LSD, of and uh, yeah, by myself in my apartment <laughs> on the floor. Um, and only one light, like a, one of those tall cylindrical lights yeah. that have the dome and then oh, the light yeah. inside. It was the only light. Um, and I was listening to uh, Tool. <laughs> Fucking nice, That's dude. You are right. I respect that. No, I just on ten tabs. I respect it, but it's like that is a crazy choice to make. <laughs> yeah, so some like hard, hard psychedelic <laughs> metal, right? Yeah. And uh, dude, like, I, I, like, I died, man. I seriously died. Sorry, where? Wh- what was the question? Oh, like wh- how how you seen yourself dying in that experience? Oh, dude! Like I, I literally like I like I had I was convinced I died. There was mm-hmm. nothing left. Oh, of you me. were. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. Oh, I saw. No. Oh, yes. Okay. I remember what we were talking about. So, uh, yeah, I saw myself die. You know, and it's the age seventy-five, and I die of something with my heart. Die of a heart oh, attack. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember feeling it. Like, I was, like, in the space of, like, the ego dissolution. I was seeing myself. I was remembering memories from a child that I didn't have. Like, and I remember seeing my life progress to, like, seeing, like, my first girlfriend and my experiences with her. And then it just, like, sped up, sped up, sped up. I saw a host. I saw a partner. I saw my life. You know, I saw, like, so many things. And I've actually come true to this point. And, like, I saw my life end, and it was darkness but I felt like a deep, sharp pain in the chest and mm. then a, a, a surrender. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and how my ego perceived that is that uh, my life will end in heart attack. And, right. and it's interestingly enough, I was born with an enlarged heart, but mm. that's resolved itself since. But that's what I saw during an acid trip, so. That's, uh, that's interesting because uh, we had a family member recently, like about, honestly, maybe two months ago, maybe, Maybe it was even less than a month and a half ago. Die of a heart attack. Jeez, sorry and for your loss, man. Yeah. Um, thanks. He uh, he's young. He left. He had two kids. Uh, his oldest son was my age, twenty three. Uh-huh. He has a younger son, about nineteen, and they're my cousins. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt. I, I remember thinking about that death. Um, like just, it was weird because he was so. He was fifty four. And I, I think, and every time I hear someone dying like that, it's, it's hard because, you know, that's I, young. I feel like 54 is for a heart attack, at least decently young. And, and not to mention the guy was pretty healthy. Dude, like he it's not like even a, that far away. If you think about it, it's bro. not. And, and I was thinking just like in his kids eyes, cause right. His oldest son's my age. Uh, you know, my, my cousin really has a good head on his shoulders. He actually, um, just proposed to, uh, his now fiance that he's been with for a long time. And, ju- and just after that, that trip where he proposed, um, that's when his dad passed like two days after he got back from his trip or something like that around wow. there. And it was just to think about that. And, uh, you know, it makes me think of maybe the time I have 
with some of the people in my life now that are older. Dude, me too. You and know what, bro? Like, I feel like I neglect my grandparents sometimes. I, and I'm like, these all these people are asking of me is my time and my presence. Like, they're not asking me for anything else. But yet, for some reason, the mind is still so consumed. With doing you know? everything else. Yeah, like bro. That. No, I, just relax. Relax. It's Sunday. Watch TV in your bed all day. Right. What are you doing? Yes, and, and we will. We will regret Oh, we got to work. We got to work. Yeah. Well, maybe one day after work. I oh, I'm tired yeah. after work. I'm not going to go. Yeah, I, I feel you, bro. Like, I feel like I could be much, uh, like, I could be a better son and a better... Uh, grandson you know but it's like fuck like our generation's life is so fucking busy you know it's hard to give that time there's just a lot going on there is it, it, it's like you, you almost get stressed out on social media because like sometimes i'll weirdly Dude, leave I'll my phone up. stressed out bro i'll wake up in the morning and i'll see some fucking bullshit that happened in bolivia and, and i'm just disgusted for yeah. the rest of the day you know like like I've been, I've been learning slowly to like adapt to see, to what I allow myself to see on social media. I've been using it mostly as a tool to advertise my business now. Right. You know, yeah. To advertise. You kind of have to. That's... Yeah, I kind of have to. So, but now mostly my feed is just covered in tattoo stuff, which is cool. But, um, you know, change of topic, I guess. Uh, um, so I've been tattooing for, I think I might have said about a year at this point. And uh, um, I'll say a few interesting things about it, right? I don't think you guys have had a, a tattoo artist on the podcast. No, you're the first No, you're the first tattoo okay, artist, man. Okay, cool, yeah. Because I feel like uh, it's definitely an interesting, like, uh, occupation. Absolutely, Not yeah. a lot of people, you know, like, get an insight into it. Um but it's like a, it's like, so the way I describe it to uh, men, at least, is like, you know, when you first start playing like a competitive game, mm -hmm. uh, there's a disassociation between your hands, um, working the controller in your mind. Mm -hmm. Eventually your mind and your hands become the same thing. Yeah. So with the machine, that's kind of what's happening with me. Like I, like I would say I totally get what you're fucking saying yeah. right now because it's weird. It's like when you first ever play Call of Duty yeah. and you're so shit at the controls, uh -huh. but it's like your brain connects with the controller. Yes. And it's like, of course, I do this all the time. Yes, I, I have become one with the machine, bro. Like I, you, like later on, I'd I'd say look at my profile and see how much my pieces have improved in just the last two months, and uh, like I'm proud of myself, dude. I've had to like really like. That's something I think in our society as well we don't do enough of is being proud of your accomplishments. Mm -hmm. Like enjoying and the win. Enjoying the win, yeah, bro. And for me, like like I was saying earlier, like I was up at uh, the pinery on the hills just appreciating myself. Like, wow, I actually have made it. You know, I did Th something. Those times of reflection, I think you can learn a lot. It's yeah. like, it's like, I get what you're saying too because um, I'll sit there if I'm by myself and just think of like the day I had or what I did for the entire week and I'm like yeah man you know what we did good like you know we did we did good I can go to bed and it's like okay it's time to get after tomorrow like mm -hmm. it's time to to keep proving yeah and man. you're you know what man like this entire podcast you've articulated yourself very well thank you you've um I think you've really even brought like a different perspective in maybe I don't know if in his mind, but my mind for sure. Like, I, this is why I love talking to people 
mm-hmm. because they can yeah, give yeah. me a different way of looking at things. Right on. And I think that's amazing, dude. Yeah, man. Well, I'm glad that I could bring this here. I mean, well, we're looking at almost three hours, and I, dude, the time's just flying, uh, flown by already. Oh, yeah, man. It's a, it's been really a great experience to be with you guys here, and uh, I hope that uh, you know whoever listens to this uh, that they might take a, an ounce of what I say and not think I'm some sort of esoteric hippie, <laughs> and uh, you know actually pick up from it because you know the people in my life I've 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 helped tremendously you know I've made an impact on their life and I think that's one of the most important things you can do as an individual is to help others to yeah. help, you know so yeah, yeah is there cuz we're probably going to edit around the 3 hour mark yeah. is there anything else you want to talk about like a message you want to put out to people that are listening that you feel like could help people in a general sense? Yeah, yeah. I think it goes back to what we were saying before is that, um, you know, you are, uh, everyone in your experience is a reflection of you. It's so easy to consider yourself an individual and um, it's easy to do that because it's easy to be a victim. It's easy to say, oh, well, I'm different than everyone else. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking at everyone as a reflection or a version of you, you start seeing that we are all very, very similar. Mm -hmm. And it's much easier to love someone when they're similar as if they were different. And our society raises and conditions you to make you believe that you are special and different Mm -hmm. than everyone else there's still an individual and having that individual ego is important but my best advice to anyone listening to that is that is to start looking at people as reflections of who you are and it will help you love yourself help you love life um, and obviously others much more absolutely than you currently are so yeah it's a beautiful note, man. I think we're going to end it on that. But uh, I want to, th- again, thank you for your time on uh, being here, man. It was honestly super cool catching up with you. I would honestly love if you would be back one time again. I'm down as a clown, buddy. Uh, I'll <laughs> I, come back, yeah. I appreciate that, brother. Um, if you want, can you please put all your socials where maybe people can reach you and everything yeah, like that, dude. and we'll wrap this up. That'll help me out greatly. So, like, you know, I'm still new, uh, relatively new in my career as a tattoo artist. But, uh you know any little bit of reach help so um i guess my the best place to reach me would probably be on instagram and that's um at uh, t-y-l-o-r-f-e-r-r-e-i-r-a um that's my first and last name tyler ferreira um you can give me a follow there and i've got plenty of tattoos for you to look at uh, i work at uh, inked up on tecumseh road um even if you're just around sometimes i'm at the shop between like you know one to seven on weekdays just stop by you might catch me there and we can chat up maybe fix you something up something cool um i'm an illustrative artist uh, so i like to do a lot of like intricate things um uh, so like, you know, like angel wings, like intricate line work is what I specialize in. So if that's something you're interested in, I also do like a lot of foliage. So like girls hit me up. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, you can probably find me on Facebook as well, but who the fuck uses Facebook? <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's a fucking okay. totally good point. <laughs> again, man, thanks again, brother. I appreciate it. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>